Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. You must have thought it was White Boy Day. Shit. It ain't <laughs> White Boy Day, is it, Harley? No. That's right. <laughs> it's always White Boy Day. Oh, is that right? Especially if you're a Ferguson. Oh, shit. Way to date this episode. <laughs> Timeline. So what happened? I thought the jury was out today. It was. What happened? They, uh, they acquitted the shooter. Uh, the, the, uh, the cop, Darren Wilson, whatever his name was? Yeah. So He's free? In, he's innocent. Really? Yeah. Did, 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 did they riot? What happened? Yeah, they're rioting as we speak. Are they really? Yeah. No. Shit. That's a somber episode now. Fucking A. I thought, but wasn't, what did they say? Did you read it or what? No, I just read that they, they decided, the grand jury decided that to not charge, to not charge him. So he can't be, he can't be, you know, he can't go to jail for criminal charges, but what he can be, and I was talking to my, uh, my history professor on this, is it'll likely go to a Supreme Court and they'll hold, they'll press civil charges against him. So I don't know exactly what that means in regards to punishment, uh-huh. but he could still get into trouble. Okay. So, yeah. Well, it's kind of like OJ. Is... It's like OJ was found innocent of killing his wife, but then later he was found guilty guilty of financially responsibility of it. And that was kind of like uh, we kind of fucked up by letting him go the first time. So now we're going to, you know, essentially sue him, you know, for the death. Of his ex-wife, which is yeah. kind of like, uh, so it's he. My history professor predicted that that this is what's going to happen, and that they'll come after him civilly. Mm. Well, also tonight on the headline news, we'll be also be talking <laughs> about the excursion and uh, ISIS and uh, no <laughs> funk that. Let's let's oh. let's lighten this podcast oh, up. Know. You're listening to the Bad Boys podcast, where we randomly rant on all things movies. I'm your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, it's good to be white, Harley. Because we all know how much I hate black people. Hey, exactly. there you go. Exactly. The <laughs> man with the magic button. MCP. A.K.A. Tony. Or the other way around. You get yes. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> MCP. Does anybody else call you MCP besides us? No. Leander. Not yet. Not until my uh, official change of name request goes through. That's right. M- you, did get, you did get a sign. M will be his first MCP. name, C will be his middle, and P will be his last. <laughs> that would be awesome. You should make that happen. If not, he's gonna make he's gonna name his first child MCP. There you go. Um but Gareth Edwards did sign your Godzilla poster as MCP. That's right. Which was pretty yeah. awesome. Except when your cat ripped that poster up. Yeah, which was funny. not awesome. <laughs> well it just looks like uh you know, it was in the Godzilla. That's, oh, okay. nice, nicely say, sir. Yes, if you guys do hear screaming in the background, my babies <laughs> are still up. It is 10.30 p.m. at night. They're both, everyone's actually all up because it's Thanksgiving week and the kids don't have school. Well, crew doesn't have school all week. Um, but, but why the twins are awake, that's just, um, that's a mystery. I thought they, they heard Godzilla and started like, you know, imitating them. They, they do sound like little Godzillas, aren't they? That is pretty good. They're terrorizing the city. They're terrorizing mom. They're terrorizing mom, I'll tell you that much. Mm. Sure, they're ready to go to bed. Uh, yeah, they, they, oh, they're also naked. When I went outside to go see what they're doing, they're also <laughs> butt ass naked. Now, Harley, how about to ask you, did your kids ever go to a naked stage? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> they never stopped. <laughs> they never, six, the six year old still is running around naked. Oh, she, 
She'll run around in underwear, but she don't want to wear a shirt. <coughs> gotcha. Do, um, were you? Did you ever have a naked stage? Fuck if I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Until the naked stage started, yeah, last week. Oh yeah. yeah. How's All that through going? the weekend. It's funny because it's kind of true. Now, when you mean naked, do you mean butt ass naked? How, well, how other naked is there? Uh, what, well, is there like any said, other my, naked? Oh, Nazi I see. To, Nazi likes to run around in just her underwear. So I half see. naked. That's yeah. That's half naked. And like, I literally have to stop her from going outside like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what are you, what are you doing? It's, it's fucking put some clothes on, shithead. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm looking outside. I, yeah, I'm looking down there, and they're just running on the couch, jumping on the couch, and. Doing the ball Johnson done. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, there's the fools wilding out out there. <laughs> wilding it up. Getting wild for if, the night. If, yeah, exactly. If there's little <laughs> lampshades, they'd be rocking on their heads right now. There you go. Um, it's like a freaking trap party down there. I don't know what's going on. So yeah, I apologize if you do hear that. They're not playing the xylophone. They're actually being even louder. So let's go ahead and start with, uh, your weekends. Who wants to go first? Because my weekend started naked. Oh, well, <laughs> let's keep that naked train rolling then, huh? Right. Or flowing or swinging. No, or... no rolling was about <laughs> right. Uh, Friday night. Started naked? Huh? Friday night, um, Lane and I decided to have a dance party at home. We were like, do you want to go out? It's like, not really, but I kind of, you know, I kind of want to dance. And so fuck it. We just turn the TV on, turn the lights off. At a dance party at home. There you go. And uh, so was, you just play like an ultimate mix on YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah, we just had mixes on on YouTube. All right. So a lot of alcohol consumption um, <laughs> led, led, led to Tony and Lady <laughs> being naked dancing to for two three hours. Is my yes, correct? Yes, sir. That's and we paid for it on Saturday. We oh. didn't wake up till I don't know eleven or something. And um, we had we went to IHOP for breakfast at like one o'clock. Now, did you put clothes on, or did you guys just... I think so. We, we made it in and out. Party. Nobody kicked us out. Okay. Yeah, so, there you go. I, went to get the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. <laughs> no shit. And it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cutie patooties. All right. Yeah. So, and then, um, well, that's, that's going to be, be hard to beat your weekend. Well, yeah. There. So that was Saturday. Um, just chill. Sunday, we went to um, my sister's or boyfriend's kid's... Um, superhero oh. party. They had Write a bounce house. Sisters, boyfriends, yeah. sons, kids, <laughs> sons' birthday, birthday party. It was yeah. his fourth. So like, so some random stranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, fourth birthday party. My sister got like a uh, cut out capes and like had masks and had like inflatable um, hammers and swords on a big old bounce house for them. And uh, so I took my camera and I was uh, I got in the bounce house and I was just taking pictures everywhere. It was a lot of fun. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. Now, let me ask you this. If you were to hear a song that you you had on your fucking alcoholic um, fuel dance party, uh, would you, would it make you want to get naked at the kid's party? Uh, probably. It happened today. What? <laughs> so I was that music the... from that two-hour play mix is, is going to trigger something. It triggers, man. Like, um, uh, I was on my way to work, and some dance music. I had some dance music on the XM because I, t- I was able to take uh, Lane's car, and I could listen to music on the way. And it was totally taking me back to that night. It was cool. So you got a big, huge boner while you were driving. <laughs> <laughs> you have a little sample of them songs, like it's like hypnotize. You're gonna, um, you you he won't know what to do. Tony's right. gonna dance through the whole episode. <laughs> Just have dance music in the background. You want to take probably. a guess, Harley, at what song he had playing? 
Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to guess that's on weekends. Oh, oh I can't wait <laughs> all the weekend to begin. That's like Chris's like least favorite song of all oh, time. Oh, no. no. Yeah, she hates that song. I don't know. I just played it for her once. And she hated it. I was like, really? are you kidding me? This song is a classic. She goes, this song is gar-. And she loves dance music. Oh, She's really? like, this song is garbage. I was like, you <laughs> are a communist. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, all right. So, well, we just found out about Chris that she don't like dance music. No, no, she loves dance music. She just hates that's, weekend. Yeah, the weekend song is not exactly a dance. Um, it's not a dance song. song. Eh, eh. Huh? Not not no, the we, dance song. Not like EM dance. We might be thinking about a different song. song then. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one that uh, we were using for a while on the podcast that you you put up, you posted online there, Harley. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that that's one. Yeah, yeah. Well, because there's also that other old school jam, that weekend song. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, no. The only one I'm thinking of is the one that, that we used to play on the weekends. That's the one I was thinking about. Right there, Tony. Oh, I ruined my clothes off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have a naked dance party. You, I, was I got say, two you boys already the down. They're already yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might as well. See what you started, Tony? Oh, yeah. Blame it all on you. Yeah, they're totally jamming. Sounds like they're having a good time. Now, where is Amy in all this? She's sitting on the couch. She's just enjoying it. She got a, yeah, she has a huge headache. She's just chilling. Oh. So. Um. You, let's see. This is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Copyright infringement. <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, Tony, I mean that's gonna be hard to uh, beat. But was that was that it for you? That's that's it. After we came back from uh, the the birthday party, we were spent. I was like, I'm done. You're done. Huh? Yeah. You went straight yeah. to work. Exactly. You fucking. So I wind down. Yeah, you wind down a little fucking glass of wine, a little computer, a little work. Mm-hmm. Get to work, 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 work. And Harley, how was your weekend? I. uh I didn't do much. Just hung out with the girls. Uh, I've had the kids all weekend, and I don't know if I'll bring them back till uh, Wednesday. So um, they're all off too, right? Yeah, yeah, they're off. Um, I don't think we really did anything. We put the boat in storage. Uh, oh, I thought it was funny. Uh, I I I pulled a Tony. Oh boy. Uh, that can goes, be a that lot, can be a lot of, things. of things. Yes, yes. I want to clarify, especially yeah, clarify. after this weekend. I'll clarify it, uh, but it was good because I embarrassed Chris uh, at, while we were at it. So uh, Tony steals other people's drinks. Yeah. Well, I steal other people's leftovers. <laughs> well, if they're leftovers, you're not stealing. Well, you know what I'm saying, though. I finish off other people's <laughs> leftovers. So we went we went up to Mount Shasta, had lunch, get a little alone time, you know, hanging out with the kids, kind of burn us all both out, you know. And the weather's been shitty, so we're just cooped up in the house. So we're like, hey, kids, you're going to stay here with Grandpa. And uh, me and Chris are going to go have a couple beers in, uh, uh, up at the up in Mount Shasta. And uh, I'd never been there before, and there, it's one of the more celebrated local spots. And uh, food was good. We're eating. And we got a couple beers in us, you know. And uh, the, the, the table next to us walks away, and they got all this fucking food left on their plate. And I'm like, no. 
No. Man, yes. look at all them onion oh. rings. A whole plate full of onion rings. They no. didn't even touch them. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> so Love so it. I was like, I was like, babe, hand me that plate. She was like, what? I'm like, the plate no, next to no. you. Hand me that plate. And she's oh, like, I'm not going to hand you that plate. I was like, fine. So I just fucking reached over, like all impolite, you know, like like my whole body over the table, and just grabbed all the onion rings in one hand. I was drunk. One big-ass handful, all the onion rings, and just sat there eating my onion rings. <laughs> Somebody else's onion rings. Yes, of course. Well, they had left. It's not like they were coming back for their onion well, How do you know they should go to the restroom and come back and then they're like, they got to go to the They went as a group? It was like a partner They and they left together, you know. Oh, it was, okay. But, uh, and I, I was looking at all the onion rings and I said, fuck, they're just going to go in the trash. It's like, shit. And did you know that free money on the table? Did you take that too? <laughs> no, I didn't take the tip. <laughs> like, goddamn, I'm rich too. So, but I was, I was I'm gonna buy me some more onion rings. <laughs> I was like, I was like, some tasty ass onion rings. Um, because they taste better when they're free. When they're free. Um, so I was just thinking of Tony when I did that. That's brilliant. <laughs> and I, my hero, embarrassed the shit out of Chris. And I got to talk. And I, and I and I've decided I am going to do that from now on. <laughs> like it's it is going to be my Take policy. a void video of you doing it too. <laughs> Cuz like what's the restaurant going to do? Like you can't do that. I'm like it's trash. You're going to throw it in the trash. Right. You know what I mean? When you're and I mean and it's unlikely uh, and I say unlikely, not the, not impossible that I would eat something that somebody had put their hands on. You know, like if somebody ate half a hamburger, it's unlikely I'm going to go unless they were like an attractive 18 year old girl or something. Then maybe, oh, of course. you know, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just a pile of French fries or onion rings or maybe somebody's side salad or something. Yeah, you, know? you, you got to Yeah, you got to you got to pair. You got to order onion rings with a side of syphilis. <laughs> That's all good. So, um I'm going to top that, Harley. You know what I'm going to oh, do next weekend? What, what you got? <laughs> I'm going to just, while they're eating, I'm just going to go in there and grab it from the place. Just jack it from. from no, see, I wouldn't be rude. I mean, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even go like, hey, you're going to finish that. You know, I'm not going to do that. Just, I'm just going to yeah, politely wait until they leave and before the the uh, the guy comes. So to you're telling me you're just going to go to these restaurants, maybe order just some bread and water? And then, and then just actually eat someone's dinner that they leave. Start walking around, jacking people's food. Yeah. That's why they would come in and swoop by and take their drinks. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Well, if you guys remember the world's end. Don't even eat busboys. There was that scene where Simon Pegg was, um, they were trying to do the Golden Mile, trying to hit all 12 oh, bars. That's right. That's right. And there's that one bar they couldn't get in because he was banned. Oh, and he's yes. like, fuck, this is going to mess up my plans. But there was three drinks left outside on the table. Oh, that's right. They think technically that'll count because I had beers at this bar. There's yeah. three beers there, and he's fucking chugging them away. And I'm like, there's Tony. There's Tony. Right there. But not there's someone eating food. I'm like, there's Harley. So there's nothing yeah, left. I think um, I'm going to wait for someone to, to like do. leave the if car wash. And then as they go out, I'll drive in and get the last bit of their air. You know, as they're drying <laughs> off. That's all that's left, huh? <laughs> wow. And Chris totally, and what she was cool about you taking some, taking the onion. Oh. Wow, I think your kids aren't cool about it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, she was embarrassed, quite embarrassed. <laughs> well, you were drunk, you said? No, we weren't drunk. I had two two pints in me. <laughs> so, but, yeah. but other than that, not much. Just not hanging that. out. 
and the yeah. Chargers almost losing. Yeah, it's a fucking terrible game. I mean, they won, but uh, well, you guys were down a few points too at halftime or whatever. Oh, I was fine. I was really crossing my fingers that you guys would lose. Mm-hmm. KC lost on Thursday, mm-hmm. which is a big holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone else was surprised too. Yeah, see, I can't um, believe it. So I was really crossing my fingers that Denver was going to lose. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we played like shit, like always. So, you guys got the W. It's all the count. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. it's. Uh, see, you really have, you, you upset my babies now. See that? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're really upset. They're more upset that the Lakers are three and eleven right now. That's what they're really upset. God about. damn, the Lakers are three and eleven. Lost to the fucking Nuggets last night. And they were winning too. That was some boy. Dude, Kobe's, at one point, at Kobe's fucking playing, one point, the whole fucking team must have missed like ten baskets in a row. A row. I mean, it was fucking pathetic. If Kobe didn't have the ball, and everyone gets mad because he ball hogs, but he's the only one making shots. Everybody else was fucking missing shots. I'm like, this is some bullshit, man. Like, yeah, of course he has a record of, or, uh, the record for the most missed shots, because he's a shooting guard. What else is he supposed to do? He's supposed to shoot. You know? When your team stinks like that, he's gonna, he's gotta, he's gotta throw the ball up, so. Wait, wait, wait. Does he have the NBA record for most missed shots? Yes. Wow. You act surprised. Why is that? Well, I would think it would go to somebody that had a longer <laughs> career, you know? But yeah. you made the point. He's a shooting guard. I mean, he shoots a lot. That's his position. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe somebody like Jordan or Pippen or somebody like that, yeah. you know? Um, you should see who else is on that list, though. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah. It's all the greats, probably. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. I'm like, I'm like, if people are trying to make it seem like it's a big deal, he's on that list. No, like, no, yeah. It yeah. just means that you shoot a lot. Exactly. <laughs> Do your yeah. job. No, he's doing his job, exactly. So, yeah. All right, on. That's, uh, onion thieving, naked dancing. <laughs> I top that. What did I do? Like, trip to Costco? How about that? No. Woohoo! Yeah, no. On, uh, Saturday, on the last day of the shift, we were so slow that for, from, you know, I worked from 8 to 7. So, from around 4.30 to 7, I just chilled. They had no work for us. What? So, they're like, hey, you can go back to the shop and clean out your van. I'm like, done. I'm heading back to the shop. Well, it took me like 20, Minutes to clean up, clean it out as well as much as I can. Anyway, just clean out the back, make it a little neater. And then after that, um, I sat in the supervisor's office. We just BS, put on TV, started watching. The Kit Kat dude was on, and we're just chilling, talking. And other other tech started um, coming in. It was so slow, so it was awesome. Nice. Um, that's very rare. Back in the day, when it was, we used to be able to like come back. We used to, when we used to return to the shop, we'd have we'd have a hoop. We'd have a basketball and we'd, we'd hoop it up, but oh. that shit's yeah, long gone. That that old hoop is like somewhere in the back, just and shan- it's all destroyed. So um, it sounds like Harley's chair. That's how bad it is. Sorry, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, man, crying babies, knowing chairs, waiting for Harley to sneeze and go for the trifecta. I'll get some food going. There you go. Some onion rings, perhaps. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, man, I'm, we're gonna have to have. Uh, one of y'all's birthdays, some kind of onion par- onion ring dance party, like, a, like an all-you-can-eat buffet of onion rings, and it's a cool dance party. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, what did I do Saturday? Uh, oh, no, Sunday. Um, the games were on, I guess? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. I, uh, my parents came by. I did that, and I'm trying to think after that. What do we do? And today, just chilled. But this coming weekend, um, I think I'm going to be going to Big Bear. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, Chad, um... And Sean, they got a they got a cabin, 
and we'll be staying over there for the weekend. I'm not sure if I'm leaving Friday night or early Saturday morning. Just to be decided. But I'll be doing something different this weekend. Right so, on. That's right. Amy and uh, crew went to Legoland while I stayed at home with the babies watching hmm. games. Yeah. So they watched the homework with me, watched some other shit, you know. Not really. <laughs> but what is the homework this week, Tony? Shit. Good question. Um, I, uh, wait. Do you want to get into the homework now or the box office? No, I just want you to bring it up. Okay. Um, side effects? Yeah, which happens when you take too much MDMA. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, what the fuck was that? District 9. District District 9. Before that, Dolph Punk, I hear them tuning in the background. They're getting ready. So, uh, Gone Girl still in the top five. Hell yeah. <laughs> For two months now, it has been in the top five. Uh, didn't make any money. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, big, big fall off. It went from number one to number four. Mm. Um, 61% fall off. Um, compare that to Interstellar, which was number three. Uh, Which I lost to it last week. No, it's, it's, it's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then Big Hero, Big Hero Six, and Interstellar uh, stayed in the exact same spots. Okay. Um, Big Hero Six uh, made twenty million. Interstellar made fifteen. So uh, ultimately, I don't. You know, I don't know. I mean, we're getting into holiday films now. I don't know if Interstellar is going to break even domestically. So, what was the um, budget? One hundred sixty-five million. Okay. What's it at now? 120.9. So, and, uh, you know, I'm sure, uh, worldwide it's, it's made its money back. But, uh, the big one was, uh, The Hunger Games Mocking Jay Part 1 made $121.8 million. So, uh, but it. A lot of teenage girls. A lot of teenage girls. Uh, but it's a big fall off from the last Hunger Games, which I think made 158. Or open, excuse me, at 158. So, uh, this is an incredibly valuable franchise. Yeah. So, um. I hate this fucking trend to split a movie up. Oh, I no God, do I ever. I could, I could do a whole podcast on being angry at, at studios for doing this. I mean, with The Hobbit, I would have been okay with two movies. Yeah. But three? I heard know. the third one, they're breaking up into two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like give me a fucking break. It's like you Two know they series. did it with uh, the Harry Potter. They did it with the uh, Twilight franchise. Yeah, it's so stupid. Um, They're gonna break they it into it. a movie, then a TV series, HBO, and then another movie. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're, well, the, 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 the third Avengers is Infinity Part One and Infinity Part Two. Oh, see, there you go. So, Damn. Even, well, they're planning that out like three it. or four years in advance. I know. Oh, I did see an extra. I, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. You did see an extra. Fuck that. I watched it twice this weekend. Whoa. All yeah. right. Well, I think that's a perfect segue, sir. You want me to review it now? Just because? Since I brought it up? Well, you just brought it up. All, All right. right. So, Sounds like uh, you're, you're, you know, you're hooked on a feeling. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So I, I finally got a, a chance to watch Guardian of the Galaxy. And, you were looking uh, so forward to seeing it. I was, man. I was excited. You guys <laughs> talked about the humor. And uh, that was kind of the thing that um, I didn't really know what to expect other than a lot of humor. And there is a <laughs> lot of all humor. you thought about. Well, because I, 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 I didn't know anything about the characters. You know, I mean, it's the fuck. Um, or attracted you like a like a, a light to a moth, or a, a, a plate of onion rings to a, a giant <laughs> to a thief, <laughs> to a thief. <laughs> a thief. Um, but I didn't know what the story was about. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a fucking raccoon and a wrestler and a Talking some guy. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm Groot and uh, um, and everybody fucking loves it. I mean, this movie is universally loved by everybody except me. Oh, boy. Here it is. <laughs> uh, I even had to watch it twice because I, like wanted, you don't like it? I, I wanted to make damn sure that and, – and I tell you what. It did get better the second time around. And the reason why it was better the second time was because I watched it with kids that were having fun with it and and i think so what was your first experience like it it was it was a borderline waste of time no what were you doing like how were you watching i was just chilling i was just like popcorn at night by myself setting down get the lights off and you weren't enjoying nothing going on and it and none of the jokes worked for the most part i would say over 50 percent of the jokes didn't work um the story is is a super, I mean, you know, it's, we've seen Avengers do this, you know, you sort of get the unlikely cast together and they save the world, except for these guys save the galaxy. Um, you throw in some 80s music, which I think is a strength of the film. Um, and there's nothing blatantly bad about the film. I mean, the special effects, all the animation looks great. You know, saw it on 1080p Blu-ray. Looks great. Film looks great. All the set decorations, all that shit, it looks great. Uh, some of the jokes genuinely are funny. Like, the here's your fucking prosthetic leg. And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't even need that. I just thought it'd be funny. Fucking hilarious. Like, there's probably four or five total laugh out loud jokes. So I don't want to say the movie's bad by any stretch of the means. So I'm missing some. Am I missing some, Tony? It sounds like he's, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for the punchline. Yeah, I'm waiting for yeah. Well, so what it was was it was a disappointment because I was expecting something great, and I just got sort of good, sort of like you had a bunch of like stuff that for the most so part you had worked. Good special effects. You get good sense of humor. A de- <laughs> there was a couple jokes that worked. A lot of the jokes didn't work. I thought I, I the 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 last joke where he's like, oh, I'm just distracting you. I was like. That was fucking ridiculous. When he starts dancing and shit, I'm like, oh my god, like total face bump. I'm getting too old. I, I you call me a crit, a cynic or some shit, but like, I've been like I've been desperately looking for the too old for this shit drop just to play it. Oh on come you. on, because <laughs> fucking a, that's it's a damn. Yeah, truth. I mean, it, it it felt like it was a movie that wasn't targeted to me, and I think it did exactly what it wanted to do. You know, it was trying to appeal to a little bit older demo. Appeal to you. Now, yeah. I, my guess is like the demographic they're shooting for is 18 to 35. That would be my guess. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm right there. I'm 34. I'll be 35. Okay. Right. But I like Terrence Malick. But you're 60 at heart. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No fucking you know kitty. I mean? um, That's the motherfucker Mr. Fredrickson over here. And so it ended up, the first time I watched it, ended up just being boring. Like, you're, Seriously, you're done with superhero movies. I am. I think he's comic book fatigue. Shit, you not. Um, because it was the story was so. But it's different. It's in space. No, it's not different. different. Four was in space. I mean, there's lots of superheroes that take place in. I don't know. I can't say that. I mean, you know, most. Yeah, you're right. Most of the shit takes place on Earth. Okay, you done? Just give me your rating. (laughs) <laughs> you know, just, you, you don't like it, so then this no, is no, no, no. Because here, because I don't. <laughs> don't be insulted, homie. I don't care what. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. If you just gonna keep <laughs> dogging it, it's like, well, what's the point? No, because my point like is you this. Did, then let's just go ahead. My point is this: is for the general audience out there, they're gonna enjoy it. Anna, uh, yeah, loves... we know that asshole. Look how much money it's made. Exactly. You already said it was globally. What are you getting at? Anna loved the shit out of it. And I had more fun with it watching it with the kids because it is that communal thing. You know what I mean? And and even though I kind of knew the jokes were coming, even though I, you know, I kind of knew it was coming, it it ended up working better the second time. So, hey, who knows? Maybe the third time it'd be great. I don't know. Um, it's, It's unlikely. I'm what the hell do you want? Go to yeah, bed! God damn it, that's right! <laughs> yeah! Um, did fine. you not like the movie or not? That's right! You did like it! A lot! So go to sleep! Or I'll put you to sleep! <laughs> um, she's mad about your reviews as we Yeah, are. exactly. She, she's pissed off as you are. So, um, it's not a waste of time. It's 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 done well enough. It's it's a it's a buy that for a dollar for sure. Um, I buy that for a dollar. I'm so confused, right? But it it was it, it wasn't nearly as good as I had hoped it was going to be, and uh, it doesn't for me. I, I'm not going to be in a hurry to go watch this again. Gotcha. Um, you know. Um, yeah, we know. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, it just, yeah, we got it. It's just, unfortunate. you know, I think the biggest problem is that the storyline is paper thin. There's so little to the story. You know what I mean? It's about a bad guy who gets this, uh, you know, the, uh, the Infinity Stone and he's gonna take over the, now what's the difference between the Infinity Stone and that shit in the Avengers films? Well, Not much, right. and that's kind of the point. Yeah, and so we're it's gonna, gonna all we're gonna come together up, in we're the future. End up having these two franchises come together eventually, right? The thing is, when you when you rate a movie based on its novelty, you are gonna get tired quick of yes. all movies, all movies, because yeah. we recycle shit. That's what we yeah, do. There's not much left out there. You know, it's like, like I'd, I'd Earth, honestly, of Indiana Jones. You know, there's oh, of, of course, of course, yeah, 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 of course, of course. And and I don't mind, you know, stuff like that. But like you said, it's been well, God damn it, it, when Chris Pratt first you see him and he grabs an alien and starts singing to it, that's oh, just funny. funny. It is, it is, it is funny. You're right. You're right. Oh, it's not, apparently it's not. <laughs> and he kicks other ones? It's fucking great. I wouldn't say it's fucking great, but 
Yeah, it's. Oh no, it's funny. He's just kicking damn aliens, alien rats. Just kicking them for no reason. <laughs> get them out of his way. That shit's fun. Singing and dancing and shit. Um, a lot of the action, you get kind of burned out towards. The, like it's incredibly action packed. The whole movie. It's 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 how they get away from having. You didn't get excited of... when fucking rockets on top of Groot and they handle that no, machine gun. You no, it was boring. You're, you're as an asshole. Fuck. You're the you're. Yeah. No, it was cool. Like. When Groot would grow shit to defend himself, like I thought, that's cool, that's creative, you know what I mean? But a raccoon with a machine gun going, oh yeah, like that's dumb. It's just cheat. It's stupid. It's it's not. How are you gonna get excited about a goddamn raccoon standing on a fucking a tree? How are you gonna get excited about a turtle <laughs> that turns into a ninja? Really? Well, you can make that same he, argument. He references the goddamn Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right what from. makes it good. <laughs> I know. He's like, hey, back off, Ninja Turtle. <laughs> back off, Ninja Turtle. Um, or you big blue bastard, you know, like little stuff like that. It's funny. It works. Um, but there's not enough story to keep me going. It's oh, it's God. like – Seriously, because we, we complain that there's not enough action in the film. I'm like, all right, let's throw enough action in the film. They're like, oh, I don't have enough story. I think Harley can only watch four-hour films from now on. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I need, I need something, I need something memorable and not just a funny joke, you know. I know. So yeah. I uh, buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You didn't see anything, Tony? No, I'm gonna go out and watch Guardians of the Galaxy now. No, one yeah. more time. <laughs> yeah. I got inspired. <laughs> I did a couple of two two quick uh, revisits. I just uh, I was up super fucking early on Monday, and oh today is wait was it no Sunday? <laughs> and I went on Netflix real quick to see, and uh, I was on YouTube and they had a commercial for Netflix about everyone partying, and so they kept showing scenes from all these cool movies, and I'm like, oh that's kind of cool, you know, giving you. Um, it tastes like what's on Netflix right now. And one of them that they, they played was um, a Hot Rod. A self-proclaimed stuntman, Rod Kimball, is preparing for the jump of his life to clear 15 buses to raise money for his abusive stepfather, Frank's life-saving heart operation. Uh, and it starts Andy Samberg and Isla Fisher, Ian McShane. And, and it's got um, it's got uh, uh, Will Arnett, um, who are the big dudes, fucking Danny McBride and Bill Hader as his friends. Oh yeah, drama from um, Lonely Island, um, and it's just a fucking stupid movie. But right off the bat, it sets the tone so well that you know exactly what's going to be, and you're either with you're either with it or you're not. So if you hate it, you find it stupid. That kind of stupid. God, this, you keep face palming. You're done. You don't need, don't need turn to turn it off. Don't yeah, waste because you can waste your time. Um, but if you like fucking humor, you like stuff that's funny, um, and if you get past it. It has, it's ridiculous to see, and they know it. How they know it is, so I think that's what helps it. Is um, it's the charm of it, um, and then having Isla Fisher, she's just so fucking cute. Yeah, I just can't stand it. So um, it just helps when she's on screen. Um, it's it's fucking funny. The guy's eighties montages just for no fucking apparent reason. He just does punch dancing. What did he call it? Yeah, um, or fight dancing when he's angry just to clear his mind. <laughs> just stupid shit. But goddamn, is it is it, if it's not funny. So um, it's on Netflix right now. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. But Hot Rod, yeah, it's it's fun. I buy for a dollar. I buy that for a dollar. And then uh, today, just um, we're trying to get the kids calmed down. I um, I put School of Rock on with a Jack Black, mm. and um, you know the kids are all playing. Uh, he's <laughs> there's one scene where he's just dancing, playing the guitar, and, and talking to the kids. And uh, I look over at Crew and Crew's like, 
man, he is a weird teacher. Oh, that shit just made me laugh so hard. Um, cause he is, he's jumping around, he's just, you know, being fucking Jack Black, and, uh, that movie really, that movie works too. It's, uh, that's a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but, um. I never just, did see that one. Oh, yeah, he's just mad that the kids don't School know. Of Rock? Like, what? School of Rock? Yeah. What you said? Cool. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's also a buy for a dollar. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. I'd buy that for a dollar! Some CP. You didn't see no extras, but you did choose the homework for us this week. I did. Um, it was actually a recommendation from Lainey. She posted on Facebook because um, it was a recommendation to her from one of her teachers. Uh, she's uh-huh. going to you know school for psychology, and they were saying like this: this movie is a uh, has some really good psych- psychological themes to it. Yeah. Um. So, so you know they assigned it. She loved it. Um. So she she recommended it to us, and here we are. A young woman's world unravels when a drug prescribed by her psychiatrist has unexpected side effects. Got Jude right. Law, Rooney Mara, Channing Tatum, Catherine Zeta-Jones are all on the cover right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it it starts off um, kind of like almost spoilers. Like it just jumps in. It's like one of those movies that shows you the end. And you so you see it goes into the room and you see blood, you see the little bow, you see like, oh, it's, like yeah. panning through. And you're like, okay, well some shit's about to go down, so you know it's called side effects. So all right, just, just tell me what you're drugged up on. But then they go into the whole three months earlier and uh, um, explain their relationship and what's going on. Um, Tatum plays the, the 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 guy who's just coming out of jail jail for. Uh, um, insider trading, you know yeah. the the bad guy who's more of a clean, you know the the, the guy who goes crime. into jail who you know who's afraid of everybody because you know he only went to jail for you know fraud. White yeah. collar crime, yeah. yeah, white collar crime. There you go. My guy be white. And then and then when he gets out, I hate honky it, cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I don't even remember saying that, by the way. Um, and then when he gets out, it's like business as usual. He's like... Right, uh, just right back into it. Yeah, and so you're like, dude, really? What the fuck? I mean, he's not like talking about doing things illegal, but it's like, you know, the, the background of what he went to jail for is is the film is not about that at all. In fact, without getting too spoilerish, uh, Channing Tatum's not in the film that much. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he's damn near a fucking cameo. Um, this film is all about Rooney Mara and, um, Jude Law. And Jude Law. It's, it's, the entire film revolves around those two. Jude Law's a psychiatrist, psychiatrist. And, uh, m- uh, Mara plays the patient, essentially. And, their their performances are f- awesome. I think um, they really kept the film going um, for me. Just those two performances alone oh, yeah. was was really kept me truck uh, trugging along through it. So, but I don't want to say too much. This is one of those films where it's got major spoilers. Which yeah. I'd be curious to talk to you guys mm-hmm. about, uh, but I, w- I don't want to spoil it. It's, it's yeah, above we'll probably have to get into it because uh, I know while we're watching it, um, 
Lainey had to shut her mouth to not, you know, spoil shit. And so yeah, sure. at one point it was, it was difficult. And, uh, yeah, so we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it it's like, it, it, the movie rests on their shoulders on Rooney and, uh, and Jude. I mean, yeah. cause they're, they're, he's a psychiatrist. She's the one who's going crazy. Um, you know, she's she, the, the, at the beginning of the film, she's just like in her car staring at a wall that just says stop a brick wall and you like you know it's like revving her engine um and so you know it carries the movie is carried by that you know that that after she gets into the accident and she meets jude law their relationship you know or their interaction um as doctor patient develops um yeah you have to you have to believe it yeah and Um, i think they do a good job of selling it mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just confused. I was waiting for her to start hacking stuff and riding her motorcycle. <laughs> she never did that. I'm like, when, nope, when did she nope. get to do that? Right. Nope. I didn't recognize her actually. I was like, that's not fucking Rooney Mara. She was looking oh, like right. this. Yeah, she has clothes on. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely more attractive as a girl with a dragon tattoo than she is here. Oh, I thought she was pretty in this. She was pretty in oh. this. She's I mean, they kind of, you know, one. yeah, they kind of. I mean, they kind of girl next door her down, but right. I think she's got that natural beauty, but she's also, you know, fucking, she's not even 30 years old yet, so, uh, you know, some of that just comes with age, but, um. Yeah, that's too old for Harley. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's good. I, I got happy once Tatum died, once he was gone earlier. Oh, so cool. spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, I would say, I would say we could go all the way up to, without spoiling it, how he dies. Does that make sense? Would that be too spoiler um, alert? What do you guys think? I don't know. You know what? I, I think it depends on what they show in the trailer. It's like, so, so maybe you'll edit this out, Tony. And, and it seems like okay. this podcast could be a balls shit full of editing anyways. But it's like, she's depressed. She gets on this brand new medicine that what's his name gives her. And then in her, and then she has major sleepwalking issues, and she actually kills her fucking husband, and that's when the film begins. And it's this big clusterfuck of should she go to jail, you know? And that's why I stopped right there before the you know the spoiler alert. Um, I was like, should she go to jail? And because I watched it with Chris, and she was mm-hmm. like, no, she should get off. And I was like, I'm kind of feeling that too. You know what I mean? And then I hit play again. You know what I mean? And it's like, should Jude Law be held responsible? You know, and it's like, and I just kept the, the, the underlying theme of the film is, is that, you know, um, it's this like, um, it's like the, the big pharmacy is like lobbying doctors to sell these prescriptions. When it shouldn't be like that. A doctor should prescribe a drug because a patient needs it, not because He's they're money. getting paid to give it mm-hmm. or there's some advertisement at the, in, in the, at the subway. You know, it's like, it's such a major issue we have with, with our for-profit healthcare system here in the States. And the film sort of, you know, um, it, it's, it's constantly hinting at that, but then they make this real badass crime mystery you know drama around that that keeps you going and and i think up to that point 
it's it's sort of a standard film, and it's only till the reveal or or till we get we're like, wait, something else is going on, you know. So I think you could even spoil all the way up to you know of him dying, which is like, god damn, it must be the first forty minutes of the film or thirty minutes. I've seen very quickly, so. Um, that's that's what I would say is is we could even go because because it's like how do you review movies like I this know, it's hard without... without giving something I know because the plot synopsis ain't shit yeah it don't tell you nothing you know <laughs> what I mean so you got to give the listeners you know what it's about kind of thing so I mean obviously don't spoil the whole fucking you know I know but if it I know it seems like it's past like a thirty minute mark it's almost spoilery but it's not because it, like you said it kind of Kickstart the movie there. Breaking the films. What, what's your take on that, Tony? Uh, yeah, no, I think you kind of have to. Because when you said that's when the film starts, yeah, that's the truth. Because the film started showing you blood, showing oh, you yeah. footprints, showing you, yeah. The, yeah. you know, the, the little boat. And then mm-hmm. you kind of see all of that within the film. So you're like, you know something's going on. You know, something's going to go down. Um, something heavy is going to go down. Yeah. And then you start the film and you see that she's the one having problems and you make connections saying the movie's called side effects. You're like, okay, so she's got problems and she's going to have some side effects and somebody's going to bleed to death. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like you can make that connection right away. Yeah. And she, and she looks like she's, you know, trying to get help. She's, she's taking all the different prescriptions that, that Jude Law's given her, but it's not working. She's, you know, she's like, uh, this is, makes me sleepy. This screws my sex life, et cetera, et cetera. Or it makes her th- vomit. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so she finally finds something that's like non FDA approved kind of thing, but then she's got major, major side effects with sleepwalking. And I've, I remember it. I was listening to a podcast once. This was years ago, and a comedian was telling stories. About how he had major sleepwalking issues. It wasn't it wasn't drug related, um, and he actually jumped out of a hotel window in his boxers, sound asleep. Woke up with cuts and shit on him, and he jumped Whoa. out the second story. Oh shit! Fucking hotel. And it was like one of the major um, uh, uh, comedians that you'd recognize, but he Ooh. had like this. I can't remember, but he had like this major sleepwalking issue when he first started in the business and he'd travel all over the place and he'd keep fucking walking out of hotels and he goes once I fucking jumped out it's in the news I jumped out of the fucking like second story hotel <laughs> and there was a bush down that, that saved my life but it was like when that happened um, I knew I had to get help Mike so. Burbigli yeah that's it that's it there's a movie called Sleepwalk with me yeah hmm. so anyways um, so she's got that problem She's she's got She's doing some serious shit. She's cooking dinner and, and, uh, and her boy, her husband comes home, you know, relatively late at night and she's fucking stabs him to death. And, uh, and she don't know it until the next morning she wakes up. So, um, and then as the film goes on, you, you, you start, maybe things aren't as clear as they seem. Um, so, uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, there, there was a lot of you got a suspension of disbelief, you know. Um, the the whole thing, the whole plot line with Catherine Zeta Jones, it, it can only be written in Hollywood, kind of thing. You know, it, it mm-hmm. didn't feel plausible, especially at the end 
the whole plot twist with those two, I was like, what? Like big stretches, I thought. And I watched that one with Chris, and she ended up giving it a waste of time. Um, even though she seemed interested in it while we were watching it, when it was over, she couldn't, she couldn't go back and say all the, all those, all those plot stretches was too much for her. And I was like, yeah, but it, you gotta make the movie interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and for me it worked. I, I enjoyed it a lot. So, but I feel like I'm doing all the talking. So, <laughs> um, you wanna give, wanna give it the rating? Uh, yeah, I gave I gave it a, a solid high buy for a dollar. For sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. Bonzo. Yeah, I um, I like um Jula, and then uh, Kathy Zeta Jones is like her third time working with Soderbergh, and yeah, I think yeah. it's the same for Tatum. You know, he likes to see those same people he works with, and uh, yeah, I was um I was pretty much interested the whole time. Um, after you see that, like you said, Rooney does a great job. Um. Jula, he he's you know he ain't doing nothing spectacular, but he's just you know he's he's good in the part. Yeah. Um. But um. Uh. Yeah. You just you, like this the whole um. God, it's really hard to talk about without <laughs> spoiling it. I'll just say yeah, I enjoyed it, and then we can get into spoilers. But um, yeah, I was entertained watching it. So uh-huh. buy it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'll just say that at one point, and it's it's hard to say this without. Sounding too spoilery, yeah. um, but at one point I figured out a plot point, and I said, "If this is the plot, I ain't gonna be happy." Oh, <laughs> and was that the plot? And that was the plot. <laughs> ah. So uh, for me, I ended up not enjoying most of the film mm-hmm. because I I saw it so quickly. Like mm-hmm. I'm curious. If the people who do enjoy it seen it again, well, I mean, Lainey enjoyed it. She watched it again and enjoyed it the second time. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it's because uh, you, pick, you pick more things up, not, uh, you know. Yeah, maybe. Um, I guess I just picked them up so quickly the first time through that it, I couldn't enjoy it as much as she did. Maybe the other part is that she's, you know, going to school for psychos, so you know, she mm-hmm. takes that that side of it. Um, but for me, it's it's I I think it's well done. Um, and it's borderline waste of time, but I did enjoy one thing at the end, um, with the, the mother-in-law. I'll oh, just say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was very happy. So that, that kind of made it okay. And I'll give it a really low buy I'd for buy dollar. that for a dollar. I, I think I think, yeah, I, I remember pausing the movie and looking at Chris and going, Oh my God, it's blank, blank, blank. And that's, and I was right. And she was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, well, what the fuck? And it was like, what, you know, it was 20 minutes before the actual reveal. So, well, you know, we had both had figured it out before that too, but I still enjoyed it after that. So interesting. Mm-hmm. So he's done spoiler alert up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. Alright. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember at what point. It was really early. um, Really early in the film that uh, 
I uh, what was it? Oh, I, it reminded me of Primal Fear really quick. Oh, I haven't mm. seen that. Um. Oh, spoiler. in a long, long time. Yeah, uh, Edward oh, way Norton. Spoil it. Way to ruin it. Yeah. So yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> talking about Primal Fear. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I thought remember. it was kind of comical how it fucking ended at the end. It was just so like um, perfectly wrapped in a little bow. Yeah, and here you exactly. go. Here's yeah. the ending. It's like, yeah, man, it didn't seem like it had to do that. It just could have, it could have done. I don't know if it could have done it better, but it was just um, like, okay, we got to finish the movie now. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's let's hit this note, this note, this note, and this note, and then we're done. The end. I'm like, wow, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it it wasn't like that through through throughout. So it was just kind of weird that it ended that way. It was yeah, I, I know Lainey enjoyed that Jude Law kind of figured out how to get back and kind of like you know set things up. Mm-hmm. So, so she kind of enjoyed that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't give a shit. I, I kept telling Chris, I was like, this has turned into uh, Jude Law's a detective. He's not a psychiatrist yes. anymore. Yeah. He's a fucking detective. And what, He's trying to put all the pieces together. So what I was upset about is that the movie's called Side Effects, but it had the movie plot had nothing to do with side effects absolutely yes nothing and so i'm just like eh, i feel like i was cheated you know mm-hmm. i was gypped so well and, and i think you know it's referencing how so many you know these drugs do have significant side effects yeah but that was and like, that's what makes it so plausible that she did just accidentally kill her husband you know what i mean it, it more it's more about the gullibility of people <laughs> to believe shit. Yeah. Like, oh, really? You think you'd sleepwalk into this? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't buy I didn't think she can get away. I thought that was big, I mean, messed up. She did get away. Mm-hmm. Well, but like, you know, the whole, the double, the, the double jeopardy law, they, they address that. Yeah. And, you know, she's found, you know, innocent. And so they can't put her on jail or put her on trial again. Um, and so what do you do? Oh, well, you just fucking put her in a fucking sane asylum. And that's, I, I, I laughed at Chris, cause like you said, and I forgot about it, it wrapped, I think that's sort of one of the weaknesses of the film. And it's, well, and it was funny cause, um, I was telling Chris, I said, Tony's gonna like this film because it wraps up <laughs> tight as a drum. Like there ain't no string left unturned. I mean, there ain't nothing left up to mm-hmm. the imagination. You know what I mean? Oh and, yeah. Uh, I mean, the final shot is the opposite side of the building's wall where we opened the shot. Yeah. Open the movie. So it's perfectly it's perfectly wrapped up. Yeah. Um. And there's nothing. You know, is she gonna? You know, no, she's fucked. Yeah. She's, and, much, and I, she's better, much better. Yeah. And I told Chris, I said, don't ever fuck with a doctor. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I liked it. I mean, it, you know, it, like I said, I had a major problem with the whole like lesbian love thing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how whoa, did that? Whoa, 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 hold on. Hold well, okay. All right, all right, all right. Let me. Okay. Hold, hold, no, 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 right, no, right, no, no, no. I'm not right, even going to let you right. defend yourself. All right, no, no, I'm no. sorry, I'm sorry. You had a problem with that? <laughs> I mean, check uh, your balls, see if they're still in your pants. No, trust me. It, it, that should have, that should have never been that should never be said by any man. I know it, was it too much of a stretch for the. It film. wasn't convincing. Yes, I was like, nope, keep trying, keep trying. I'm not convinced that you're lesbians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I would. Yeah, 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 ye
That's too bad. I would have been. Um, it just two felt, more would have joined them. Like okay, now I'm believing. Now it I felt it. too forced. Like they're having to force something into the storyline to make it sexy, interesting. You know, mm. and and I thought it just didn't work. It's like, you know, I mean, how did it all happen? How did how did those two sit down and say, hey, this is how we're gonna get rich? Did you not watch the movie? I did. Well, they she specifically she said that she went in for mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. They started liking each other, and then she taught she her. She up her dress, and she's yeah, like, yeah. Right, but she, she taught, taught her. when when um, Tatum got jailed, she yeah, taught her, she Catherine Zeta-Jones' girlfriend, everything Tatum knew about mm-hmm. cheating the system. She had an account in Dubai. She had her own account, and... She yeah, to work it, it and and I'll show you how to work it by. So she, yeah, right. Catherine Zeta, Catherine as a therapist taught Rooney how, how to, to fake, fake drugs. Would do right. what? Yeah, I get that. But so, so you're saying the the initial the, the the person who started the whole thing was Rooney Mara. She has a miscarriage. Her husband goes to jail. And so now she's figuring out a way to she missed kill that him. lavish. She missed that lavish lifestyle she was getting with him. And right, God, it seems she was money, pissed. She was real pissed. Yeah, so after she after he left, she was like pissed about that. Pissed, yeah. Willing enough to kill his ass in cold blood. Right. Because we're still getting rich by it. Yeah. It just felt like, eh. and I there was a scene that I really liked, and they were like, "When did you decide to do it?" And she was like, "It doesn't work like that. It wasn't like a moment I decided. Right. I had to decide." Every day, I had to, and I thought ah, that that was I like that that little bit of dialogue because it made it it made us think it wasn't an easy decision to make. It wasn't a little just, close to home. She, yeah, she wasn't just a serial killer waiting to kill the next guy. So, um, so yeah, but yeah, it did have some some problems, I guess you could say. But for the <laughs> most part, it is a Hollywood film, and you know, kept me interested the whole time and. I talked to somebody about it, and so for that, it gets a dollar. Yeah. Cool. No, yeah, just a little minor things like that, but didn't 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 really hurt the movie. I mean, it was still interesting, but it's just to me, it was just, that was comical. I'm like, oh wow, let's just let's just oh, what time is it? Ooh, we gotta wrap this movie up, guys. All right, you you you, and <laughs> just knock it out. Um, yeah. But I but I I love when um, characters get their up and coming. They're up yeah. And, you know. Come um, up. And- Come up with that sort of for thank you. Uh, I love that shit. So when that happened, I was like, yes, because I mean, I was like, the you know, law was losing his uh, his career, his his wife and kids were leaving. I mean, he was just um, so it was weird because even though his life fell apart, he was still you know dressed nice and like disheveled. He was still doing his thing. Like even though everything's like, hey, we're leaving you, and uh, you know you're doing this, but nope, I still got to find out. And they even tell her not to not to talk to her anymore. He's like, nope, I'm gonna give her this truth serum. And to find, I'm like this fool. He's just he's not a, yeah. giving up. Yeah, yeah but exactly. it wasn't truth serum, so I think that yeah, was, it was placebo, whatever yeah. it was. No, it was just saline. It was just water. Right. It was a placebo effect that. Yeah. Well, to prove that she was lying. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was genius. Like, oh, you sneaky bastard. Yeah. Use the jizzle. So. Good times. Well. Yeah. So cool. That was a homework. Thank you, Tony. Yep. And Lainey for the red, uh, registration. What the fuck? Yeah. Can't even talk Recommendation? About. That's it. <laughs> you knew what I meant. You knew exactly what I was thinking. Registration? <laughs> oh, now. 
title of the show. <laughs> uh, so for the credit extra, we have um, mm-hmm. District Early. Nine. That's so right. I picked uh, Neil Blomkamp's um, District Nine from 2009, uh, 8.0 on IMDb. An extraterrestrial race forced to live in slum-like conditions on Earth suddenly find a kindred spirit and government agent who is exposed to their biotechnology. So. Um, if you haven't seen this film, and you like, and you're you enjoy, you've enjoyed any science fiction film, and you're an adult. This is not a kids movie. Uh, you have to go. You're gonna this. love Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I mean, District I Nine. mean District Nine. Yeah, to- <laughs> totally different films. Yes, because um, I love the shit out of this film. Um, uh, it's strange, man. Yeah, it's got it's just so original. And you know, we were talking earlier and it takes obviously elements from modern society like illegal immigration and stuff like that. And but it brings it to a hard R science fiction genre film that isn't just a cut and paste science battlefield earth kind of thing. You know what I mean? And and it for me, it scores so many points for just that originality. And then on top of it, it's got an original look. It takes place in South Africa. You know, South African director, stars, et cetera, et cetera. So it almost comes across as a foreign film. Um, and it just works. I think, I think it's got, it, it just got everything going for it. And it, and, it wraps up well. The action is very, very good. Considering it was a relatively modest budget, I, I'm, I think they did a fabulous job with the special effects. You know, especially being it's already you know four or five years old now. Um, the performances are good, and, and the budget the st- was pretty small for it too, though, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's a, it was a modest budget. Um, I can pull it up on Wikipedia. So, um, I just think this movie was and it's was POV too. Well, yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff going on. So a lot the of documentary style was cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, what about you guys? No, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it so much when I first saw it. So to watch it again, I was I was pretty excited. I'm like, I haven't watched it in a while. Oh, I yeah. remember just enjoying it when I first saw it. Um, I think it really helps that the aliens have the huge eyeballs because if they looked the uh, if they were any different looking, it wouldn't really work. And then I was well, a, we I was a brand new. Right? I was a, what's that? We wouldn't empathize as much. Exactly, and uh, yeah. I remember reading something about that. Um, uh, the big eyes help like that. Our characters look at ET. You know, you can look at other characters. Mm-hmm. They're always have huge eyes. Um, and then I was I was a I was a new parent at the time too, so seeing that dad and little little oh, alien. Oh yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, they really um, they really hit home too. So that really helped. But um, just cool effects and just the way the uh, Charlton Copley goes through the transition from you know. Fucking hating them to understanding them to becoming one and uh, um, and then and then and then when the action kicks in when they get the effect with the gun it's just fucking it just yeah it, it's awesome oh, yeah. it's just it really works and uh, it was so refreshing something cool something new end scene um, it was a cool it was a new eye this like like oh new bulb cuff you know what else is he gonna do you know yeah. so that was that was exciting it was a lot of exciting time a lot of cool things at Comic Con we didn't know what to expect we kept seeing these posters. You know, like it was like that um, gun range poster you have, like when you shoot. You know, it's, like, it's got the target, but it's yeah, with yeah. the aliens. Mm-hmm. There, there was a bunch of posters. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of posters like that going around Comic Con. They had the truck. So I remember there's a huge buzz that people had saw early screening of it. Remember when we were talking to that one editor, Tony? He said he saw it the night before and he said he fucking loved it. And we, you were like, oh, we can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like still ways out before it, it was going to come out. Um, 
but District Nine, yeah, dude, um, it uh, it really works. It's fucking, it's a lot of fun. It costs thirty million to make. Okay, nice. And I, I guess some of the because you can see it in the budget sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes the and but, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, fuck, man. I mean, I've seen hundred million dollar films that didn't look this good. I mean, the whole mech thing at the end fucking looks great. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, I remember when Denali got his new TV, and he had, like, the um, the 240 motion hertz. It's uh, like, that, you know, real quick feel. And then yeah. when we put on that scene, I was like, what the hell? This totally looks like 3D. This shit looks crazy <laughs> fluid. It nice. so weird. It, looked, it looks pretty – it looks badass. That's the first one. It was the first one I would buy. When he got the TV, I'm like, hey, put on District 9. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um I'm trying to think. I just I just watched it tonight actually. Um What about you, Tony? Yeah, Tony. Oh, I I've always liked it. Um I've yeah. seen it several times. Um this was a this was more I was going to revisit it. I know I'm going to like it. Um I mean, the characters are are likable. I mean, he's he's got that um that charm to him, that that nerd charm, I guess. Yeah, the idiot. The, the idiot, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's just fun, you know, just when he just was chucking the the cat food at him, he's like, no, 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 watch. You know, he just <laughs> yeah, starts yeah, throwing yeah. it. It's like, yeah, yeah, they go crazy distract him. Go crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like unlikely humorous in a lot of things, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. yeah. Unlikely humorous. Oh, that's a new one. Humorous, <laughs> all right. Well, let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. The, the, this time around, it was more fun because Lainey hadn't seen it. Um, so it was interesting I that, that I like that. Ha- halfway through the film, she's like, "I'm not liking this." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "I'm not. I'm not enjoying it." I like, "Look at him. It sucks for him." I'm like, "Well, then the movie's doing his job." <laughs> you know, you're not. You are. Yeah, it's exactly the point. You know, it, it sucks. Um, you know the the. The conditions, like how they treated the aliens, that's what she was like, like that he was stuck, you know, the way he was. Um, and, uh, especially when he started getting into the whole, um, you know, they're gonna, are we, are we spoiling this shit? Yeah, man, it came out a yeah. long time ago. And yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so like when, when, uh, his arm starts turning and his own father-in-law takes him down and they start like zapping his arm so that he would pull the trigger. Yeah. She's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That shit is hard to watch for sure. Oh yeah, I mean it is stomach churning. Yeah, because like, he's like, oh, I'll shoot the pig. I'll shoot the pig. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah, shoot the pig. Like, yeah. And the animation of the, the alien looking back and forth, like, what the fuck? Oh, oh yeah, uh. like the panic. You're in like, him. you're like, god damn. I forgot actually because it had been a couple years since I saw it, and that scene came back to me, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. That's why this film is so good because. It it has it has those like ridiculously humor like your point now you know what I mean fucking Bronzeman <laughs> and then it's got some um, awesome action that's just a lot of fucking fun to watch mm-hmm. and it's got that heavy hearted shit going on too you know and then at the end it it just is like it gives you a glimmer of hope just a glimmer of hope you know and it actually I'm surprised they didn't shit out a sequel or something because they they, they were eat. talking about a District Ten. Yeah, of course. Like three Why years, not? you know. At the yeah. end, he's like, "I'll be back in three years." Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I'm so, and considering it made two hundred million dollars, um, but I guess Neil Blomkamp just wants to keep making other science fiction films. So, you know, it's all good. Um, yeah. But yeah, this would actually be a, a sequel that I'd be excited to see. So, um, 
Because then you could get really, you could get, you could go all out war between, you know, Earth and and, and the alien, and but uh-huh. you could still work out District Ten. Because there's so much, some that's again that social commentary, how we treat, you know, and and you know, it's easy to, for our own, especially us growing up in SoCal, uh, but other parts of the world have this. Ten times fold, this yeah. uh, hatred towards immigrants. Right. Uh-huh. A lot of Europe has a lot of um, uh, the Middle East immigrate immigrating uh, northern up into Europe, and they fucking despise them. They despise them ten times worse than we hate Mexicans, and I hate Mexicans a lot, and they hate them even worse. Click. Um, <laughs> so um there's a lot of commentary going on there you know and they do a very good job making the aliens very you know um you know you care for them you're like damn you feel bad for them all the when they go back to the to the shop and in the the alien christopher which i don't know where he fucking got that name he just named him christopher um all the aliens got named random English names. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like every fucking Native American or, you know. Um, well, I remember, he just, like, when we went to see the theater, I remember, like, just the random, like, clothes they were wearing that was made Tony laugh. Remember that? Wasn't wearing, like, wearing a bra or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, we came walking by and Tony laughed. You know, it was pissing? I looked over and he's just, like, Well, they were, they were smart to make, to put the key characters in a cl- in like a bright clothing so like that you can identify yeah, them. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, for me, this is a Slater. I mean, I would watch this over and over and over again. I think it holds up very well over the years. And anybody that's interested in genre films, this is way up there. Um, you know, we see lots of films every year that are fun to watch and, you know, exciting and action-packed. But this one does a lot more with a lot less budget wise, yeah. and I, and I think it just holds up very well. So it's oh, just yeah. like, damn, that was a fucking movie, Tony. Oh yeah, no, I've always thought it was a Slater, even before I knew what a Slater was. So whoa, there you go. That was a fucking movie. What about Afonso? Is this a certified Slater? Oh my gosh, jeez. Uh, I mean, for me, it's essentially a perfect film. There's there's nothing I would change. You know? Yeah. Welcome to the Slater Club, District 9 here. Yeah! That was a fucking movie. There you go. District 9, I'm writing it down. Slater Club. (laughs) Cool. So, now, um, I finally got to catch Interstellar since it was a homework last week, and I apologize for not watching the time. I I just didn't have time. But I I just went today, me and Donaldo went to go see it. He wanted to see it again. It was a second viewing. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we went inside. And who chose it last week? Was it Harley? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. You poor bastards, you guys need to start talking, because I know you guys have been dying to talk about it, so. Um, oh, shit, that's right. We haven't talked. Yeah, yeah. we haven't talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm saying. Get going. And now, for me, it has been 10 days-ish, so I do have to kind yeah. of re- um, yeah, a team of explorers travel through a wormhole in an attempt to find a potentially habitable planet that will sustain humanity. Directed by Christopher Nolan. It's written by Jonathan Nolan and Christopher Nolan. Starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Jessica Chastain. 
Um, hopefully it's ringing a bell. You guys start to remember now, you know, John Lithgow. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. It sets, it sets it up really quickly that we're essentially, you know, sort of that, like where we're out with this drought, but like drought on a whole new level, like yeah. 20 but years of drought. To, yeah. And, and it's so bad that we can't grow enough food to feed everybody. And, you know, and Matthew McConaughey is is a past NASA pilot engineer, and but we need him to grow corn, and he makes a damn good fucking uh, farmer. So we gonna make him and his family farmers, and um, and then I don't know, fifteen twenty minutes, uh, we stumble upon. Uh, a bigger, a bigger plot, and that there's a lot of people out there that knows that Earth ain't gonna make it much longer, and uh, and we got some planning. Th- They've been planning for years what to do. <clears throat> yeah, and and the, the thing that's interesting is pretty early in the film, <clears throat> we won't get too spoiler, but we we are we are introduced to either an alien technology or God, but somebody's looking out for us. Mm-hmm. But the film never they. addresses who or what, and I like that about that. Yeah, they just kept referring I, to them as they. Yeah, I like that it didn't. It didn't have to say aliens, and it didn't have to say, "Hey, maybe God put it there." So Why? Because I kept going back and forth from that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I really like that. It, it, you know, it didn't have to. You know, it set up this grand scope, this total universe, essentially. And, um, but only gave us enough just to keep the plot going and keep that. Well, because it's a long movie, so. Personal it, 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 story it, it, going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It needs to get you engaged. It needs to, you need to know the characters right away. And then, and then, uh, this is, this is where we're at in the story. And now we got to move on. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like I said, I just got out of it, um, and it it really worked. I, it's so weird because I'm after after seeing the trailer, I wasn't really too pumped to see it for some reason. Um, and then when you chose his homework, I'm like, all right, I'll go watch it. Um, and I love Matthew. You know, he's been on this tear yeah. as of late. So um, I don't know why. It just was a total, I mean, maybe because I had to, I was in this mode of like watching dramas. You know, after seeing Nightcrawler and seeing something not as huge or epic. Or maybe yeah. we're so pumped that everyone's like, oh, I'm going to go see the new Christopher Nolan movie. Because, you know, Nolan has some fans. Like, Cameron Jesus has a fan. Christ. Nolan has some fans. Yeah, After yeah, Dark yeah. Knight, I mean, Nolan could do no wrong with it. And, you know. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, people are going nuts over it. So, and like I said, I, I wanted to see Big Hero 6 because I was, I was more excited to see some of the crew. And uh, and then I really want to see Nightcrawler because people were saying some good things about it. So, um, it was in my radar, but not like, I'm like, I could wait to see it. Um, but uh, when I saw it, I'm like, man, I'm glad I saw it because it was it was something special. It was pretty epic. It looks um, great I, I on the screen. Would have sure. loved to seen it in IMAX. Yeah. Um, the the sound was amazing. The score was amazing. The score. Um, was, the songs that just yes. fucking really worked, man. Yeah. Um, the performances really worked. Like I said, Matthew McConaughey. There's no there's no denying that the guy's fucking fantastic. I mean, we yeah. we can you know, that's easy to say. Um, and Hathaway scored by uh, being in a Nolan movie before with Dark Knight Rises, and then yep. she got to be in this one, so that always works. And fucking Mike, Mike Cocaine always shows up in Nolan movies, so of course, of he's, course. he's got it made. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, 
It's got one of the biggest cameos, and he plays the most perfect asshole that makes me even yeah. I know, right? Even more. <laughs> it I just know. was fucking. I'm like, I'm looking over to Noel, I'm like, maybe this is why those fuckers waited for me to review this movie because of this fucking guy. <laughs> it only makes it more. It makes it. It makes me. It fuels my fire even more to hate this fucking guy. It's fucking perfect. I was like, yeah. I love you, Nolan. You see what I see. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in spoiler t- uh, territory, but yeah. um, um, just the. I guess the 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 story being original, um, not seeing a comic book movie, not and not being a sequel, not being a franchise, is yeah. really refreshing. And I think people go see that they they can appreciate that. Hmm. Um, whether they liked it, whether it works, you know, regardless, it's something new, and they're trying some bowl. And and I like that Nolan's still filming in film. You know, he's just like uh, he's just this pure film guy, like like Man, Tarantino, the one to work in film. Phenomenal. It does. I mean, it does. And all it's this, huge. I mean, the, the, the budget's on the screen. Planet. You can see it. Yeah, yeah. The water planet. I mean, yeah, everything I mean, just looks like, God damn, like they had to fucking find a wormhole just to film this motherfucking movie. You know <laughs> yeah. What I mean? well, executive producers like the scientists from Caltech. So, I mean, they, they went, I mean, I can tell, like, I wasn't sure like how much of it's going to be accurate or not, but I didn't really care because it's yeah. the characters. Um, oh, I've gotten into some debates on that one. Well, that's what I was waiting for. I'm, I'm waiting for MCP to start talking here, but but that's nah. pretty much my like to, like from what I thought. I I, cr- I cried in some scenes. I, yeah, uh, uh-huh. I cried like a bitch. There it is, two or then three then times. I told you. Well, I called it right when I left the theater. I'm like, I'm like, I could I could hear Harley saying right now. I cried like a bitch about two or three times. You know what it is? It is didn't fail me, dude. You said any, it exactly. Uh, like I said it. Anytime characters start dealing with kids, man. I knew it. Me it, too. It, and when. The biggest one, and I, I don't. Just wait, just wait, just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go wait. ahead. Yeah, sure. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to that. Um, but I, when I saw that scene, I'm just like, um, I don't have a daughter, but I can totally see it. It works for me too because I hear the word "daddy" and I'm fucking done. That's it. Mm-hmm. I hand me the Kleenexes, yeah. and so, um, yeah, that really worked. Just the the effects, just the whole. I just love the fucking the grand the idea of it, right? Just this. Not like the balls, but just the, um, just a cool concept, you know. I mean, you know, we should be taking care of Earth, and you know, we should take care of each other. Because yeah. I mean, there's there's elements of of the, the theme love throughout well, that could absolutely could have uh, affected their their journey. One of the scenes, one of the parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good point, good point. I mean, it's obviously at its core, it's, it's a science fiction film, right? But what makes it, I think, really hold up. Is isn't the science fiction the video the? It's the interpersonal connection. It's, it's the, the human, characters, human. the humans, yes. the 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 relationship over time with children, yes. with significant others. You know, being stuck in in you know cubicles. It the the um end of the um uh solitary confinement is addressed. Uh-huh. How punishing that can be. Um, well, it addresses, our, our, our instincts, our, our, our yeah, way of life. Our, um, all, yeah, all these just natural instincts, like you say, just core human experiences are brought out in a, in a wild science fiction fantasy world. But then it all comes together and it just pulls on everybody's heartstrings. And that's, I think, the strength of the film. 
And it's it's coincidentally it's it's or not coincidentally it's something Nolan does very well. He he's got a knack for this making big, you know. Look at uh, you know Inception. I mean these, right. you know, the, it it all that revolves final, around the third him. Act, and, that final him, third yeah. act, it gets intense. You know, it's like yeah. oh shit! It's like here you got another like like a like finale of Inception. You know. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I I think the one problem with the film for me. Is the almost the very very ending? It is so from a science fiction standpoint, it's so out there. How do you how do you end it without you know killing everybody off essentially? And so how they end it feels a little stretchy for me. It feels a little hard to swallow the whole mm-hmm. bookshelf thing. I don't want to say mm-hmm. much more than that. Mm-hmm. And it was I was kind of like wait what I don't know. It kind of got me so. It's it's like I want to, I have to go back and watch it again and and you know um, yeah well we can do spoilers maybe we can help um, explain things a little more y- yeah I'd be but MCP what did you think of Interstellar oh I loved it man I mean yeah. the, you guys hit on all the points the, the acting um, the the pacing of the film how it takes you you know from Earth and the the second Dust Bowl the you know the the whole farming thing. The political side of it, where the schools were changing textbooks, yeah, yeah. you know, they're like, no, That's... we need farmers. You're fucking all the politicians. They're they're fake. I was like, fuck you, you yeah, know. Like, wow, I was he like, just cool. been on his face all his life work or everything yeah. he's ever done. Everyone before him. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> it, little, it just has a little a little reference 1984, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's very. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a sorry. You guys, James. Cameron's cock in one hand and he's got the 1984 no in the other he's hand. Fucking double, double George, right. Orwell. George Orwell's cock. Nope. Orwell's cock. It wouldn't be Harley. Yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, it's it's cool. I, I, the, the whole the plane scene where he brings it down, you know, and it's it's almost like it's almost just like a, a an artistic side shot. It's almost not really necessary to the film, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. It, it it just shows you know his engineering side and blah 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 the state of the world where you know those drones that are so important to us right now they're just wandering in the future it's like oh that's kind of it's just kind of cool everything about it is really neat yeah um and then uh and then we start getting into the space stuff and going out into space and the, the whole you know you know the space travel the the um, That's exciting. Man. I feel like you're you're part of that team. You know, you're that group. When, oh yeah. When they, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're when they're they're levitating in, in the spaceship, and you can mm-hmm. see Earth from miles away, and it and it it's kind of like that gravity came out first because this could have been really really unique. Thank you. Watching this it, is... you know, um, it kind of hurt a little bit. Like, no, uh, like not cool for me. Spectrum. Not for you. No, I, mean, I, I think they're both. It didn't. I mean, much, but I mean, it's there. They're both totally different, but um, it just uh, this is gravity, uh, but on the grander scope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This has the the what the strength this... of gravity was the sort of the uh, a, the um, accuracy of space, you know, yes. and how a lot of people don't realize what's going on in space, how how it's silent, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, how brutal it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the strength of gravity is that is that human experience, and this one has that human experience, but it's on a mu- but the science part. Is on a is on a much grander scale. This, it's this is how fifty million dollar budget as opposed to gravity. Is a fifty million dollar. This budget. is how I this is how I distinguish the two. 
Gravity is a human experience. Interstellar is humanity's experience. Yes. Yes. Just, yeah. You know, it's 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 just mm-hmm. bigger, but they're two different films, and I enjoy them just as much. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you know, equally. Wrong. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Um, the I mean, there's so much in the film. They once they get onto the space, once they start getting to their mission, but throughout the whole thing, it stole the show. Was the AI? Yeah. Oh, the Tars. The Tars. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my gosh! He's like, so let me. Cool. I'm gonna dial you down to 75. All right. <laughs> I don't, Would I don't you like self, 60? Keep making them jokes now, bitch. Self-destruct at 10, 9. I, I can go down to 50. Go down to 60. He goes, knock, knock. Oh, we'll go to 55. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. It's great. That person yeah. I saw him moving the first time, I'm like, well, that's fucking useless. Like, he only moves like that. Right. And I started to see what else he can do. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, oh he can I'm turn fucking a down wheel with hard spin. This shit yeah, is yeah, badass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Who didn't think, like, Tony was not going to love that when they saw the movie? Yeah. Right? And I mean, <laughs> it, and you're right. Like, they stepped it up. Like, they started him off looking like an old, they even called it like an old war junker, you know, uh-huh. but. Um, but I love everybody. how they just introduced him. Like, here he is. He's talking, and let's move on. No introduction, no big thing. Like, oh, we did this. No, here right. he is. And he's he just and move on. I thought uh-huh. that was well, yeah, fucking great. You're inter- and it, it's interesting because you introduced him in the um, the interrogation scene, right? Mm-hmm. right. Where uh-huh. he's he's got the interrogation. Well, we're, gonna, we're in the future. We're sci- it's a sci-fi movie. It, it's it's almost like part of the package, right? There's no surprise that you would see something like that. You know what of I mean? Course, I mean, it's yeah. cool that we You're saw almost it, waiting and for they, it. And you go with it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have androids and aliens, so why not just have a robot that looks like a robot? Right? Well, it just made me think like um, uh, like Prometheus had its David. The Star mm-hmm. Wars films had R2-D2 uh-huh. you know, and C-3PO. I was like these... These sci-fi films, yeah. they have AI that that just has a life of its own, and it's really appealing. Um, I'm just gonna so, have a big box and an iPad in front of me. I'm gonna be Tars for comedy. <laughs> there you go, sci-fi. perfect. Well, and they they constantly this so this movie pulls a lot from 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah, um, I see. It, yeah, I mean, there's and, been a lot of comparisons. And we reviewed that a long, not that long ago, and I didn't even care for it. I don't think it holds up very well. Um, I mean, I I. I give it the credit of being original, especially for the time frame. But if you watch it for the first time now, I don't think it holds up very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it constantly is winking at Hal. Oh yeah, and, of course. You know, every every AI. Like, don't worry, I won't leave you. Wink, wink. And then, uh-huh. you know, so I like that. Every I saw every AI, every movie will always be referencing Hal. That's the the, the, the timelessness of. Yes. Uh, Who was here first? 2001 Space Odyssey. But what I liked about it is that they took it to the next level where the AI, normally they make humanoid AI. Like right. I said, it took over the film for me. I, like, I, was, I was completely um, enamored with the AI, the way they did it. He's a box. And then you see him walk, trying to walk like a human, you know, like the the gate, the walking thing. And I'm like, huh, like that's like kind of dumb. Like big arms, yeah. legs, like arms first, legs, you know, follow. Right, right. I'm like, <laughs> what does, why the fuck do they make them boxes? No wonder they're, you know, they're old AIs or whatever. Yeah. But no then they get out into stink. space and they start doing some shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, that was cool. I mean, I was <laughs> geeking the yeah. fuck out. It was, it was awesome. It was yeah. so awesome. Especially that planet and, with the water and everything. Oh, and that, yeah. that that was the scene that my I was like, oh fuck, where and I and because I, I will say and it's not spoil it's not too much spoiler. 
is the film addresses, and it's something that was told to me when I was a young kid about science, is like the farther you go out, time is affected. Mm-hmm. And this movie was the first one that, ad- said that... Yeah, no shit. And this was <laughs> the first one that addressed it and had to deal with it. Yeah. Right. And it, it is where the film... For the drama... Shines. Comes. Shines, exactly. Yes. When, he, when they get back and the black guy's standing there, I'm like, oh... Fuck. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he sits down and starts looking at all the video, mm-hmm. and um, that's when I that's when I cried like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, holy, because they did a good job of making you go, wow, don't uh-huh. fuck with space, man. It will fucking ruin you. you like yeah, just mean? yeah. Like what are we? Forty five minutes to like you be here an hour? It'll be seven years back in Earth, right? <laughs> so and you're watching the whole scene and um. Um, you know the whole scene in the water and everything yeah. unfolds in front of your eyes, and it's like, yeah, you know, like they said. I mean, it's a few minutes on our time, but when you watch it, you know, in that timeline, you're thinking, oh, they haven't been there that long, you know, even if it was 30 minutes. But no, it's been seven years. And when he comes out and he says that, you're like, oh shit. And then I think it's great that the, the camera's just zoomed in on um, Matthew's face, and when his eyes start trembling and his mouth moving, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then you, and then the next thing you see Casey F, like you see him old, you're like, you see the kid, you, know, oh, you see the kid older, wow. you're like, you're like, well, just like that, you know, it's, uh, you can, you can tell he's been watching a lot of videos, um, so we can go ahead and skip to the part where he's sitting, you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. The part where I lost it when he's like, you're a grandfather, oh fuck man, I was like done. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh you motherfucker got me. This fucking space movie gonna make me cry, you son of yeah, a bitch. Yeah, this fucking space movie, this is goddamn yeah. space movies, this one in gravity. Yeah. But when, uh, when he said that, I'm like, you know, he, he cups his mouth. I'm like, I'm right there with you, Matthew. I'm like, I just wanted to give him a hug. I'm like, I know, I know. Well, okay, like, so. You're gonna be alright, alright, alright. Alright. Motherfucker's been waiting all week to say that motherfucker. No, I just, I honestly just thought of it right now. Oh, shit. Um, um okay, so that was. Are we spoiling the... too? Are we in spoilers? I mean, no, no. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, well, no, no, no. We're, well, I mean. We're getting close. Maybe we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say we can't get it. We can't get too much more than that. I when when McCona- when McConaughey left, I immediately said, "Could I do that?" And personally, I couldn't have because you a pussy. Because I'm I, I I'm too selfish. Like I, you know what I mean. It's the truth be told. I would say send somebody else. I don't. I I can't leave. I couldn't mm. leave. And the that's where I think the young. movie. I mean, I, I'm not that hero. You know what I mean. And that's where I think the movie did a really good job. Um, at the beginning to point out how his passion for what he does. Yeah. Like his yeah. engineering, the, the yeah. flying, the Which space, says that humans too, you know? progression, you know, all of that. Like yeah, he's constantly talking about like, where are we at? You know, why, why are we tra- raising, you know, we should be looking to the skies, not the earth. Yeah. You know, so I think they really painted him out. Like you believe that he would do that. And, but it's still well, does it, does fucking hard. To that too. Then he says something about like, uh, you know, you like now you're like you were meant for more, but you, you know you were never right for this planet or something like that. He right, this like, yeah, wasn't your that's time. Right, that's right. Wrong yeah. time frame, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you were always meant for more. He says something like that to him. Mm-hmm. Which is true, yeah, because like he just, like he said, you know, and then uh, um, and you see hints of like his daughter being just like him, you know, just super smart and uh, yeah, and which was another like almost um cameo i told i was like oh fuck it's jessica chastain i forgot that's right she's in this oh my god she's 
Holy crap! I would, you know? I'm going to yeah. um, I'm gonna bleep that. So much of the film that works that it really pisses me off when people start to dog on it and start trying to get like yeah, technical on me. That that drives me nuts too. Well, dude, I'm you like, get like, well, I was it's watching. It's not a fucking documentary, fool. Right. It's, it's like, look, it's called, that. it's a sci-fi. Okay. Bye. There's a blend yeah. of science and a f- blend of fiction. And this movie did a brilliant job balancing the two. Yeah. You're complaining of about 10 minutes of, of the movie. That's how much you're complaining about. And yeah, I'd be so curious. like, shut the fuck up. About, yeah. I'd be curious what they're complaining about there. Cause I, yeah. I didn't even read those articles cause I was too annoyed at people like that. So yeah, yeah. I'd be I, curious what. But when Neil deGrasse to Tyson liked it, he doesn't, he's like, don't ask me. I'm just, I, it's just a film, you know? Right. Um, yeah. You know, he didn't have a problem with it. So I'm like, yeah, you're, you're trying to tell a story. Like that's what I was trying to tell this guy from work and he, he just was stubborn and it was just wasn't listening. But, Oh, like Every talking to you. <laughs> I know, right? Every movie um is a uh is kind of like a thought experiment and he's just doing the thought experiment of what if we go out in a, what if the earth is dying and we go out into space and we're just at that point of technology that we can just push it further. What happens? You know, and I think he did a damn good job telling us and showing us what could happen. Yeah. And that's all yeah. it needed to do. You know, that's yeah. all the movie needed to do. So, for me, I only saw it once, but right now it feels like a damn Slater. That was a fucking movie. Whoa. And I'm I'm going to give it a Slater, too, with the possibility but unlikelihood that it would come down on repeat viewings. But right. It's that such was a, a fucking movie. I agree. It's such a grand film. I mean, it's going to be in the top five of the year, for sure, for sure. Well, you're, um, you're top five, you're top ten? Yeah, of the year for sure. It'll be in the top five. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a f- it's a phenomenal uh, film, and 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 it just keeps showing Nolan can do no wrong. I mean, ironically, his Batman films are my least favorite of his films. Hmm. Yeah, we watched we watched uh, the Dark Knight. Chris had never seen the Dark Knight, and mm-hmm. yeah, Heath Ledger's performance brilliant, but they are. They are just Batman films, and no, I think no, it's a heist movie with starring Batman and Joker. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's awesome, bud. Um, but these are our imagination come to life, you know. And so, uh, yeah, it's phenomenal, absolutely. Yeah, in the day and age of superhero movies and sequels and franchises, um, we applaud you know, you know for giving us something new and original, something to think about, something to talk about. Where you have it. Um, water break conversation and you get into fights with coworkers over it like Tony is. <laughs> you know. Um when you get when you're making Harley cry like a little bitch in a sci fi movie, um it just uh no one's you know, like I said, he's got a huge fan, so they're obviously gonna love it. Um one thing was weird that AMC theaters were uh, I don't know if you guys saw that, they're uh, you buy the ticket for like a certain amount, like twenty five dollars and you can you can keep watching as much as you wanted. I don't know if you guys read about that or saw that. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah, they're offering that ticket, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, um, I don't know if I can, if there's a, if I can rewatch it a lot. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it when I left. I'm like, yeah, this is going to make my top five easily. Um, yeah, we don't throw the slate around that much, but this for, like I said, the imagine, like you were saying, the imagination, just, uh, the grandiose of it, I guess, that, um, this, 
that's why I keep saying it's this just this huge idea. I can really appreciate yeah. that. So to me, yeah, I, I'm giving this Slater too. Woo! That was a Truth. fucking movie. Two certified Slaters in one podcast will know, likely it's, it's, not it's, be repeated again. It's, yeah, it's unheard of. And Tony has the worst fucking applause drop. <laughs> <laughs> that's only because my, my real applause drop is broken, so I can't touch uh, it. I have to right. use the clap one, yeah. not the applause. Yeah, yeah. So it's been out for, what, three weeks now? Yeah. So, but, but us, we haven't... We we've been wanting to talk, well you guys have been wanting to talk about it and I want to talk about it so we have to get into spoilers just for us to talk about it a little bit more because this movie deserves to talk about us to talk about a little bit more so if you can go ahead and be so kind of the spoiler alert real quick. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. So motherfucking Mad Damon, you son of a bitch. I, yeah, and that is Fuck a cameo. You. Like, we don't know. He's not on any credits, right? Like, we have no idea it's him. If you look at right? my IMDb, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, well, I mean, you had to see the full cast, yeah, so you, would, you wouldn't have known, yeah. I was like, he, yeah. So he is in the credits. Uh, he is on the IMDb. Well, he's he way down on the full cast, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But shit, you gotta do see full cast to see. Yeah, you uh, see more to do. Yeah, see a lot yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of good supporting casts. Now I wanted to, know, yeah, I wanted to know um, what he what he did. Was he trying to was he trying to do good? Was he kind of no? Just, okay, this is what I thought was cool about the film because it addressed lots of aspects of the human yes, um, condition. Yes, I was gonna say that because not only. We're trying to save humanity, but there's also evil in us. There's also yes. bad in us. Absolute selfishness. Well, I yes. mean, uh, uh, but our instincts. I mean, he keeps talking about. It. He talks about instincts. He talks about you know, um, he's trying to be good by saying, "Oh, you know, what's this last thing you see?" I mean, it's just like, just all these weird emotions that um that makes us so special as, as humans, and also what makes us as um, terrible so, pieces of crap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So dangerous. Well, I mean, yes, Matthew McConaughey, as he he specifically says, like, do they, um, like, I think it was, he was talking to uh, um, Anne Hathaway's character, whatever her name is, and uh, they're talking about evil um, that they, I think, where they talk about the AI, like programming evil into the AI, mm-hmm. and um, and they're saying no, so he's like, oh, it's only what we bring with us. You know, the only evil that's out in space now is what mm-hmm. we brought, mm-hmm. you know, within the human, you know, the humans that are here. Oh, yeah. She's she's yeah. trying to um, – they're talking about how dangerous space is oh, okay. and how, how evil it is. And she's defending it, saying it's not evil. It's it's just space. It's just – It just exists. Evil. Yeah, it just is. It ju- it'll kill you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's cutthroat. But just like – you know, a volcano isn't evil when it erupts and kills, you know, thousands of people or a tsunami. Right. You know, it's crazy too. It's like just logical decisions where you can, uh, between the three of them, where they were trying to figure out what, you know, who to, who to rescue, who to go to. Yeah. And and he kept blaming Anne for his heart. But I'm thinking, Matthew, you're, you're doing this for your family. You know, you're holding them in your heart. You're holding them in your heart. You're, you're, you're doing it first. Or you might be saying you're doing it for a selfish reason, but she's only thinking she was, Thinking, I see. I was having a hard time 
following her side, you know, thinking mm-hmm. um, she's just following her heart and doing this. And it's like, well, um, they're saying it's more logical this on, on you know, Matt Damon's, I want to say Matt Damon's planet, <laughs> on Dr. Man's side. Um, and it ended up hurting them, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, fuck, that sucks, you know. And they, there's that one point where they both apologize to each other. You're just like, god damn it, you know. It's like, damn. They thought they had it all figured out, and you know, and it's yeah. cool that it, stuff went wrong like that, right? Yeah. Well, sorry, so, Tony, you were gonna say, but you were saying about him. Um, oh well, um, Matt Damon. Then, no, that's all he is. He's he's just lonely, you know. He, yeah. He he, he, he he throughout that call, just like the the doctor that stayed on the ship. Yeah. And got old, you know. Yeah. He experienced the same thing down there, but um, at least he had he found a way out. You know, it's like I, I'm just gonna fake my data and get somebody to come get me. Um, whereas the, the other guy, he he didn't need a way out because he had his people out there. He just had to wait. Right. You know, there's two different aspects of the whole lonely condition thing, which is really cool. That, that's what I mean. The movie covers a lot of yes, a lot of aspects. And that's where it really does warrant at least two watches, if not three or four. I sure. mean, there's. You know, like you said, I mean, it is. It's a long film, so there's a lot, and it does cover so much, and there's yeah. so much to watch, and there's. That's so... why I said, no. I'm like, hey, you going second time? Maybe you want to, you know, fill in some holes and stuff. He's like, yeah, you know, it'd help. You know, just. To, I mean, the it, biggest, and it's, and it's really good too. So the biggest thing for me was the time travel at the end. You know, was the. Oh yeah, that's he, what you were saying. He, yeah. he was her ghost, and I was like, wait a second. Okay, um, so. By then, I was just totally. My brain was just. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that when when, uh, when that scene happens, Denali leans over to me like, "This is where it gets weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'm watching like, uh, "Please don't lose me, please." I'm like, "I'm, I'm with you this whole time, please." <laughs> and it lost me, and I still enjoyed the fuck out of it. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I ain't smart enough. I'm letting it go. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm the same thing. I'm like. <laughs> Fuck it, just talk to those kids again. Yeah. I'm like, I'll let Tony explain to me on the podcast. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to Wikipedia. I went to Wikipedia and help. Yeah, so it was, it was a fun scene. Um, because what what they're trying to say, that scene's supposed to be like in normal three dimensions, right? You have, let's say you have one dimension, and like the X axis, right? You can move, as humans in our dimension, we can move forward and backward on the x-axis at will we just walk that way and then we just turn around and walk the other way because we're three-dimensional beings so that last scene when he's inside the black hole he got pushed into the what the fifth dimension where time is a, now a dimension and he could just walk across it back and forth all he wants all time exists at the same at the same time which means that he can move to the future or to the past it's all it's all there it's all there in in that thing that he was in the tesseract and it was what they called by it they too right right and he was still thinking it was they now yeah. and so because he has access to all points in time um and he had that strong you know love connection with his daughter he that's when what allowed him to his um, his his thing was if I could go back in the time, I would stop myself from going on this fucking trip. Right, and so that's just what drove him to find his daughter in the back, and, and you know, in, in the past. But yeah. to him, it all exists at the same but time. But here's the problem: it's a chicken. But it had happened though, right? Like that yeah. is what caused him to find NASA. Right. Yeah. If he hadn't have gone right. back in time to warn her or to warn himself not to right. go, as trying to. 
they right. wouldn't have found fucking NASA. Right. They wouldn't so, the coordinates. so what it like, means is that it's inevitable that we're going to get off this planet. It's going to happen. Okay. Be, it's just, it's just that's it's like, the way it is. It's like fucking Judgment Day and two of the four movies. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. When he's doing that right, I'm like, well, fuck. Wait a minute. This hasn't happened yet. Or you're warning her, right. and you want him to stay, but you're make you saw the sign. You said, oh, it's gravity, and then that's right. Let him to NASA. I'm like, wait a minute. So now, did it backfire that you did that? You know, like you were warning her, but now that you are heading there, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all it all it means that the only way you can really interpret it is that it's bound to happen. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. It was their destiny to leave the planet. Because he, he couldn't resist, to do it. he couldn't resist um, communicating in that way, you know, right? Pounding the books and so off they, and saying to stay and, then, and all that. And then the general consensus is they is some sort of alien species that's just trying to be well, or if you're religious, well, yeah. There was there's two aspects to it because he's saying that the they wasn't they there was just humans from the future oh yeah it was humans from the future that's right, right. that's what i read oh. on wikipedia right that's it. he specifically said that in the film yeah, now yeah. just because he said it in the film doesn't mean it's true he yeah. just confused about what's going on and he his humans from the future is he's the one that affected his daughter but he's not necessarily the one who sent back the original signal you know to that they found at nasa 20 years earlier yeah and so that could still be a they. He thinks it's just advanced humans, but, you know, maybe it's not. Now, I had this conversation with Laney and why that could be a possibility. And it's just that humankind hasn't re- didn't reach the level where they can interpret that signal from the future humans until that point in time. So it's just, it's another one of those things that it's, it's, that's the timeline of humanity. It's supposed to happen like that. And it's got a feedback loop, but that's it. It's just got a feedback loop. It just exists, and it's gonna—it's it's the destiny of humankind. So let me read you what it says on Wikipedia real quick. It says, "Nearly out of fuel, Cooper and Amelia planned a slingshot endurance around Gargantua on a course toward Edmonds. Tars and Cooper detached into the black hole, right. hoping to collect data on right. singularity and propel Amelia by dropping mass from the ship. They emerge in an extra-dimensional tesseract in parentheses." Where time appears as a spatial dimension and portals lead to Murphy's childhood bedroom at various times. Right. Cooper realizes the extra dimensional beings are future humans who have created this space so he can communicate with Murphy as the ghost and save humanity. Using mm. gravitational waves, he transmits Tara's data on the singularity to the adult Murphy through Morse code, allowing her to solve Brand's edu- equation and evaluate Earth. Years later, Cooper awakes aboard NASA space station and reunites now with. Oh, now, yeah, you guys know that part. But yeah, they did mention he has beings of future humans who have created. Right, this and, but he just believes that they didn't. Yeah. The, the 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 movie, the plot didn't show that that's what it was. Yeah. So it's still up in the air. What's the actual reality? But I mean, it's not a that that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. All's I all's I my brain, like I said, is melting, and all's I can all's I can envision is two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to play baseball. I can knock a ball into a uh, window, and it's, it's looking right above us. Right. Yeah. Um, the other – there's two things, and I don't know if you guys care. Um, the other arguments that I've had, um, one of them was that time dilation um, – well, actually, I guess it would be three. Time dilation is too drastic at that point. Like you were saying, one hour equals seven years. It's mm-hmm. like that's, that's not possible. 
um, they would they would have to be pretty much inside the black hole for it to be dilated that to that scale. Well, and I was under the impression when I was younger, and I you know heard a little bit about this. It was more related to not distance but speed. The faster um, no. you go, the slower time uh, ticks along. Yeah, remember Superman uh, went, around, no, went around the Earth a couple of times and spun around and made it go reverse. Remember? No, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought that too, though, when you, you know, did that? Like, hey, we could spin the Earth. Ah, sure, why the... not? I mean, it makes sense for the 80s, but not right. for, you know, 2014 <laughs> sci-fi. Go ahead, Tony. Um. The the speed and relativity is about reference frames and what appears to be faster or slower, um, but it doesn't affect time. Time itself is affected by gravity. Right, they did say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, I know they like, do. like yeah, right weird, now, we got this weird connection where uh, we just watch side effects, and Jewelaw tells the kid that uh, you know, you know, he created, the, he thought of the theory of relativity in his dreams. The connection right. between both movies. Hey, yeah, that's right. It's just weird. Sorry, just thought of that right now. No, no worries. <laughs> um, the other thing that that I've heard people complain about is that that planet that was supposed to be um, really close to the to the black hole, to Gargantua, mm-hmm. it would have get gotten ripped apart if it was that close. Oh. And well, Neil deGrasse said that uh, a planet that orbits that uh, close to a black hole would crash very high um, tides, like it did in the movie. Well, of I mean, course, way more extreme sure. than the height, you know. But I, I mean, but. Why would, just because it's that close to the black hole that it would just, uh. Right. I mean, like, it, our waves on this planet are ca- caused by the gravity of the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that if you got this fucking black hole, the, you know, the densest object known to man. Well, and, causing, and then in my, in my, well, uh, well in space, uh, he also, he also said that, uh, um, it's a tidal bulge in space and the planet rotates you in and out of the bulge. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it may look like the um, it's going towards you, but you're actually on the planet spinning towards it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other one was when he is a, when him and Tars are approaching the black hole. Mm-hmm. They would have gotten ripped up. Their physical bodies would have gotten ripped up. They wouldn't be able to pass into the black hole pass without first it. losing their physical body. Yeah, yes. I mean, I think that's that's always been the thing. Is is Black holes are pretty destructive. Right. Yeah. Well, he did yeah. say it. He's like, if you imagine black hole, you're like, don't be anywhere near it. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'd rather yeah. go to a wormhole than a black hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's so, my point. But yeah, that's so, where I mean, I'm that, like, so that is true then? I mean, that's the like, sci-fi. Yes, it is true. Um, okay. Well, as far no, as we, we know. we don't know. We, that's as far as we know. Not. Right. According to our theory, that's right. what would happen. But yeah. that's what I kept telling the other guy. But I'm like, saying, hey, no one, he's like, I ain't never, he's like, Until never you, go near it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like they were saying, we need a data that's inside the black hole in order to figure things out. We we need to get to a black hole to prove that that's the truth. Like, we don't know. This is all based on calculations and theory, which we are notorious for getting wrong throughout history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we always get shit wrong. The, the, if, if the gravity is so strong of what scientists predict of black holes that it bends light that it you know will suck in every possible thing it's going to you're not going to send a fucking radio uh, a satellite into it and transmit data back through it mm-hmm. you know it's not going to happen if it sucks in all light and it becomes a black hole. 
you're not going to fucking transmit radio data through it. So yeah. that that's that's where I was like, wait a second, what's mm-hmm. going on here? That's where well, that's I mean, the only place where I was like that oh. whole you know that glowing disc that's around the black hole. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? No, I've never seen a black hole. So. No, I'm saying in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was I, driving by the I-5 and I saw a black hole and I was like, oh, check out that glowing disc around here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, okay, so I remember what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, so that's supposed to be um, the planets and all and matter that's spinning around so fast that it's causing friction and glowing. That's it why like, it's a it glowing like disc. So it's like with what? With itself, like all the matter that it's spinning the matter so fast, it's it's just rubbing it against itself. It's and it's heating up, uh, okay, and that's what's the, and that's before the, it gets in the black hole. The accretion disk is just outside that um, the event so horizon. Eventually, it's eventually going to go in. Right, right now it's just spinning around, and eventually it falls in, and at that point it can't escape. Wait, but did it, this turn into a porno? <laughs> you should have had a bonus episode on the site where you had your phone on and you started recording your conversation with your coworker where you guys were arguing. Oh, that would have been funny. That would have been so funny. <laughs> you could have put you could have had like a background noise of like a boxing match with the yeah. bell and you guys like you guys are fighting. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it but, does spark a lot of conversation. And it, I mean oh, yeah. yeah, it's like it is sci fi. I mean when the when my name's trying to escape and it does blow up, you don't hear sound, you know. If the first part is made me jump. Um but after that it just like you're like, well, that's right. You know, there shouldn't be no sound, and that's what's mm-hmm. really scary, right? In in space, no one can hear you scream, right? Um, there's that <laughs> scene where the doctor's saying, you know, it's just aluminum holding us, and this, this, and if we're out there, we're fuck, we're dead, right? He's just like, you know, no one would be millions, like, we'll just be gone. I mean, I mean, Tony will like it. He said he wanted to have his dead body flow in yeah. space. When he's gone. Best way to die. Um, <laughs> But I just thought that was kind of. I mean, oh, yeah. Tony, you don't want to be cremated and spread over the ocean. You want to be shot into space. Shoot me into space, man. Interesting. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That's a good. I mean, to, a, to me, it is like the most scary thing when you're you're away from Earth. Like you're away from planet Earth. You're out here in space. Like that shit. This ain't Star Trek, man. You're you know. I don't know what's going on. Saint Charlie's it, Angels. Seriously, I mean, there's just that scene where, like, um, like in Star Trek, when you need to get to somewhere, they hit warp drive, right? Warp speed just to get someplace, so they wouldn't lose. That like time, like you guys are saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when anybody goes somewhere, same thing with Star Wars, right? It's like let's hit the hyperdrive, right? Let's go. Yeah, well, that's and that's that's the interesting thing that this film and and some other science fiction films have addressed, which which I think is good, is we it's you know f- the existing technology right now. This and this podcast has gone totally off the chain. <laughs> um, it's it's difficult to go very very fast. We just don't we we don't have the kind of nuclear fission technology to just create unlimited amounts of energy. We have to burn rocket fuel, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, once you get into space and you somebody gives you a little push, well, then you're just off in a drift. You know what I mean? There's no gravity. Uh, you know, there's nothing slowing you down. Um, there's no air, so you're just in a vacuum. So you just essentially drift forever, and then you would just need small thrusters to to keep you headed in the right mm-hmm. direction but to go fast we don't ha- we can't have that technology or we we simply that is way way science fiction but the idea of putting somebody to, into a deep sleep that is a little more plausible right and that is where traveling f- long distances is a little more plausible 
a little more feasible, excuse me, because while we might not be able to get to Saturn quickly, somebody might survive the trip if they could go into a 10-year, you know, hibernation sleep mm-hmm. and then, you know, and it's essentially autopilot, you know. Right. Um, How you know, cool was it when they were there and then you would see it like right next to, you know. Oh, it was. And, and, and the cinematography, which ironically I didn't even realize isn't, uh, what's his name? His cinematographer that he does oh, really? for everything. His normal? Yeah, yeah, it's not Fister. It's some oh. fucking Swedish dude. Oh. And while he got Hans Zimmer to do the score, mm-hmm. it was a totally unique score. Mm-hmm. And we addressed it slightly very, at the very beginning of the review. Mm-hmm. And I really dug that the score. It was like organs. like Yeah, there's two songs like hitting this big emotional points. And I'm just like, man, this shit's like, I'm not, I'm, I don't need to, I don't need to be getting out of uh, the film, but as a film fan, I like to appreciate all aspects of, the, of filmmaking. So when I hear um, this this pumping score, you know, that gets me out just a bit of the movie, just to listen. I'm like, wow, that shit's really worked. And then I get back right in, you know. Yeah. Um, that's just like of years and years of watching movies and and uh, just I enjoying dug- every aspect of it. Yeah, but and I, I, I like I, that the score was unique. It mm-hmm. wasn't sort of just your typical boom, big boom, boom, orchestra. Boom. Yeah, yeah. It was that weird Which works like, in some organ. Cases, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, but for the most part, he keeps that same sort of organ um, score in, in, throughout the film. One and thing that people... I always, uh, oh, sorry, no, no, it's I mean okay. to interrupt, but um, uh-huh. when they when the, the like their ship they're on, it it just seems like they're always flowing. He goes, "Hey, I need someone that gym on me." How do they sit still? How do they stand like in their ship? But it looks like it's still like they're moving around in circles. Well, they kind of spent like five ten minutes of the film showing that they created gravity by spinning. Yeah, centrifugal. Right. So you know how, you know, if you take like a ball on a string, it's just hanging down. But if you start spinning it, it starts lifting up until it's like flat. You know what I'm talking about? Like you can spin it over your head. Uh Uh-huh. That is that that's pushing. You're pushing the ball away from gravity. You're well, okay. the, The the ball itself is like pulling away from your hand as you're spinning it. Right. Mm hmm. Wants to that's, fly away. Yeah, it wants to fly away. That's the effect that they're doing on the ship. So yeah. their feet, that they are the ball on the string, mm-hmm. and their yeah. feet are facing away from the middle of that space station they were on. So that's how they stay sitting. Is that Lots the space of station? Films is, have done that, right? The space station is spinning, forcing them away from it, and now they're sitting kind of laterally away. I think actually, spa- uh, 2001 Space Odyssey yep. did a really good job of showing it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was wondering, like, because you, when you look outside, you see them, like, going in circles, like, they're spinning, and I'm like, right. but wait a minute, how come they're not falling around, or just, like, they're just, like, I was just thinking, like, how do they, because I look at them, like, it's spinning know. just enough, because they specifically mm-hmm. said, like, all right, we achieved this percent gravity, let's stay yeah. there. Gosh, yeah, that's, I that's think, usually, like, in movies, like, you're right, where they can just take off their seats, and then now they're, they're, they can walk around, or float around, or whatever they need to mm-hmm. do. Remember that year? It was like probably close to ten years ago, and they they had two movies revolved around Mars came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. One was like the Red Planet, and one Mission was to Mars. Mission to Mars, yeah, yeah, and they were very similar. Um, uh, I have one of them on DVD, and we'll. Oh, and goes I to think Mars it's that one. Oh, that's the, another. Yeah, that's the vampires. Yeah, um, <laughs> one of them deals with that. How the. Oh, okay. They, they address that the artificial gravity by spinning. So yeah, a lot of films have 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 done that. So. Because you see a million of Falcon, they're just flying, they're sitting straight, no problem. 
Well, yeah, unfortunately, 1970s Star Wars, they, <laughs> they couldn't, they didn't have time to address that shit. Yeah. And Star no. Trek, too. They, I mean, you know. Um, the other thing about this, you know, we're talking about this film we've been talking about for, what, 30 minutes now. Yeah, um, exactly. that it, what's cool about sci-fi films is that they do cause conversations. You know, somebody imagines this shit and right. then somebody else sees it and tries to make it happen. So, you know, yeah, the, there's that whole art imitates life and life imitates art. I don't yeah. mind if life imitates this, you know. Yeah. It's, it'd be well, cool. Well, I've always asked you guys to, or, you know, I'm like, how can we, you know, I mean, you guys always seem, I mean, I don't think Tony believes that this galaxy is too big to like, we could be the only ones here, right? Seems like an awful waste. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, whether, I mean, whether, uh, we'll ever see it on our time, you know, mm-hmm. we can never go anywhere else to see. Um, but it'd be fun if we can go to like an alien planet and like just make weird signs in their crops and then bounce and then leave <laughs> just to fuck with them. That'd be fun. <laughs> the thing, and I'm, you know me, I'm, I mean, I'm no fucking scientist by any stretch of the means. You're not? Uh, to, you, know. <laughs> you want to play one on the podcast? Uh, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the, the the way I like to look at it is this, is if aliens are out there, because I'm a firm believer in them, and they're so sophisticated that they are light years away, and they can come and visit us, they can control time, or they can travel at the speed of light or greater, they are on such an evolutionary higher plane than us. It would be essentially like us compared to ants or mold. In which case, I don't think ants are aware of humans. Right. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, an ant gets killed. Why? Because it got stepped on or it got killed by ant poisoning. But it, it's not like, no, it's the alien, it's the humans killing us. No, they're not aware of us. We're too far ahead of them. They're just little, minute brain. They just go, go there, point A, point B. You know, they do their instinctual thing to survive. They're pre-programmed. They can't think for themselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's about a radioactive explosion and then a 50 feet tall, like in them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if aliens are that goddamn technology, technologically advanced, they could be nothing but a ghost. They could be a spirit. They could be, they could be listening to the podcast right now. They could be, you know, I mean, it, it, they're not. Yeah, we don't discriminate. They can subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah, different. yeah. And if they come to this planet, we'll put them in District 9, motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> so, um, Franz. that's, it's not, it's not far-fetched to believe that there's advanced, you know, beings mm-hmm. out there. And we're just not even – we can't even understand on the level that they are because we're just not – we're, you know, hundreds of thousands of years evolutionary evolutionarily yeah. behind. So, Well, uh, what's crazy is like, you know, when you do watch like a movie like Guardians and uh, they have all these cool planets and they have all these distant spaceships and this just this whole world's created. But yeah. when you watch it, something where it's more um, um, narrowed down to like – not factual but I mean a little more toned down, you know. More science fact than science fiction. Yeah. Um, and when they are going to that wormhole for the first time, I was excited. It was almost like, you know. Hell yeah. Like, here we are, like, uh, going to here and see what happened. We're going to, then another galaxy, these people are going to make it to where no one's ever seen. And, and, uh, just seeing the American flag on that one planet, it's like, look, bitch, we're here. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. yeah it was, it was, just, cool. it was just so unique to see that. I felt like, you know, like it was like, like, well, what if this was happening? You know, I mean, this, I don't know. It was just, it was, it felt cool. I don't know. Yeah. 
But what was that? Who was that? What was Case? It was another robot, right? Yeah, it was just a different was robot. She? They had different names for the different robots that mm. were on different. But which one? Ships. Which one was that one? Now? Uh. Oh, Josh, he was he was with Josh Damon's Stewart character. Which was who? Matt well, Damon. Yeah, he was Matt Damon's, and he was he, he just pulled the battery out of him, and well, he and spoke a little him. bit though. They brought him back to life, I think. Yeah, because Josh Stewart did the voice of him, and I was like, hey, I liked him. I liked him. Um, he's a cool actor. But I was just wondering if he had said that many lines. But, yeah, man, that was, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, it was uh, – I can't wait to see it again, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I would have loved to see the IMAX. Did you see the IMAX, Tony? No. Kind of wish you did, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, part of me is – there was there's been – um controversy about the sound mixing in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember I brought that up last time. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, you even t- said it. But it was, it, was, it was only on IMAX? Yeah, well, some people were saying it's only on IMAX, and other people saying, no, oh. it was only on the regular one. It's like, it sounds like it just depends on the theater. So right. It's, it's like hit or miss. Yeah, because um, the audio is recorded like, you know, it's different on 70 millimeter. Yeah, I mean, if, that. yes, I would have loved to seen it in IMAX if it was flawless, you know, where like, everybody, yeah. You know, like our, well, I didn't see it at most, but the, the theater I went to had really good sound. But there's this, there's this part where the score is overpowering. Then you have the sound of the space station, and then you have people talking. Oh, so like, well, um, that's pretty hard to to pull off. I mean, well, I, yeah, I'm thinking the like, whole film wasn't the score could have been toned down, I guess, but it's not. I thought it was. No, that's what I'm asking. Oh, I thought you. Thought, yeah, I thought. Yeah. There's no way the entire film was shot in 70 millimeter. No, there's a 35 and 70. They, get, they mix them. Okay, thank you. Because yeah. that's what he did. Oh, yeah, Nolan the... Film Interstellar with anamorphic 35mm and IMAX film photography. Yeah, yeah the 70mm is so cost prohibitive. Like, he did it with The Dark Knight. He did the yeah, while he, didn't, while he wasn't in it because he was working on his other movie, Transist. That's why. That's why he got Hoyt Van Hoytema. Makes sense. Um, I read that um, Nolan, now I don't know if this is just a cop-out, but he was saying that in the scenes where you can't hear their dialogue, he did that on purpose to try and get you to, into that into the scene. You know, like it is going to be hard to hear people. That's just the way it is. It's it, like what they're saying doesn't matter too much, you know, to the plot. Mm-hmm. And so he did, he left it that way on purpose so that it has more of an effect or something. Yeah. Mm. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I did read that. Don't be cop out. Don't, don't throw your fucking sound guys under the bus. That'd be suck. Yeah. Yeah. The endurance spacecraft. What'd you guys think of that? The what? The endurance spacecraft. The endurance? Yeah. Is it based on it? it Yeah, it was in it. It was was based on the international space station. Oh. Yeah, Hmm. that's cool. I mean, I, I would say for some people, they might get a little burned out being almost the entire film takes, not the entire, a lot of the film takes place in a spaceship. And that can get a little kind of monotonous for some people, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a problem with me, but I was kind of thinking about audiences and stuff. And uh, that that could hurt them. Yeah, so Director Chris Nolan said influences on Interstellar included the key touchstones of science fiction cinema Metropolis, 2001 Space Odyssey, and Blade Runner. Nolan said about 2001, the movies you grew up with, the culture you absorbed through decades become part of your expectations while watching a film. So you can't make any in a vacuum we're making a science fiction film you, you can't pretend 2001 doesn't exist when you're making Interstellar yeah you know, yep. so Star Wars and Alien influenced Interstellar's production design those always stuck in my head as being how you need to approach science fiction 
it has to be feel it, it has to feel used as used as real as the world we live in. But it, it never rips off those films. It's always it always stands on its own, and I think that's one thing Nolan does very very well, probably better than most, is um, they're original. They're not you know they're not rip offs. They're not remakes. You know he takes from all those, but he's st- it's still his. You know there's so much his own in it, and I think that's that's really uh, the strength. So oh yeah. yeah. Maybe we've got a lot of strengths. We've got like almost an hour's worth of audio talking about there it. You there you go. So Slater, everybody go see it. Goddamn right. Well, I'll be very curious to see what uh, Christopher Dolan does next. Um, I don't know. Does he have anything down the pipeline? It no. doesn't matter. We're going to watch it. I know, right? Motherfucker's <laughs> got to watch it. Motherfucker's got to watch it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely do yourself a watch Interstellar. Um, we have two, two Slaters in one night. Like I said, um, some kind of Intergalactic shit's going on right now, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything's online, and <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, this uh, concludes episode two hundred thirty-seven of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted all things movies for the feature length of Interstellar. Um, I must say, if you haven't liked us on Facebook, make sure you do that. We are on SoundCloud. Um, our, all the links to the to the um, SoundCloud is on the Bad Boys Podcast dot com. We're also on iTunes. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. If you have, please take your time and review us. It would really help us out a lot. Um, that's it. Hey, this is Tommy Wazo and Alfonso. Harley. We're MCP. together listening Bad Boys broadcast. And I want you to listen, but don't believe too much what they say. But they're <laughs> not for high school people, all right? So maybe they are right. right. Have a great time. Bye-bye.